Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Marvel Guys Podcast. As always, I am your host, Jordan, and on my left is a couple of people. We got Spencer, my co-host, and Devin, our first guest and first two-time guest. First two-time guest, <laughs> right. We have a lot of firsts going on uh, today, <laughs> and what better timing than post-Black Widow, post-Loki, and just kind of getting ready for What If, which is quite literally probably the the title we're gonna make this episode what if because everything is now possible so Mm. welcome to canon mcu everything is real yeah this is so exciting because we were kind of talking about this before we like started this podcast but like uh man we've talked so long about like the eternals and the x-men how how are you gonna bring in the x-men what is the like what the questions that would always be asked would be like well where have they been this entire time with thanos and all that stuff and now you have an answer for it and so now anything is possible and all the doors are open yeah it's a it's a crazy time right now like we have no idea where it's going and i think one of my favorite things about marvel really did play us like play us hard when they with loki because Everywhere I heard, everyone had extremely low expectations for these shows, and I think they did that on purpose because they had WandaVision, it was all just Wanda. It really didn't have an effect on the entire, uh, like, Marvel's... I mean, they it does, like, with the Darkhold, but, like, at the end yeah. of the day, it really just focused on Wanda. It was her development. Um, everyone else, not really. Well, maybe with Monica. Um, same with uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. It was kind of just a great story but it was just about falcon falcon soldier right (laughs) so like didn't really have that much impact on the entirety so everyone going into loki was thinking it's not gonna be that big like it's literally just gonna have that and then marvel's is like you thought and now right everything it it probably is the most important marvel property ever story since infinity war and endgame like because if you don't watch this, you don't know what what's gonna happen. So this is yeah. Really can you important. imagine? Yeah, it's like tuning into the next round of movies and not having not watched having, Loki, and you're ugh, like, wait, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> and what's, what's funny happening? about that is just like, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna yeah make go a clown on myself. Loki was the one I was least excited for yeah. when they first announced the first. Uh, same I was the same. I was just like, I I've seen enough of Loki. I want to know more about Wanda because we really haven't seen that much of her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mean, totally. And I want to know more about Falcon. Granted, because, again, like I was telling you, I'm a young Avengers stan. And yeah. the minute I saw those two pacifiers in the trailer of the Super Bowl, <laughs> I was like, all right, I want to see Wiccan and Speed today. Right, right. Um, and same thing with uh, Falcon. I wanted to see Eli. Cause, mm-hmm. um, and then it turns out the most important yeah. and arguably can be said the best Marvel show right now has been Loki. Um, so yeah, it was, it was great. And now I'm even more excited for these shows because you don't know how important these shows are going to be. Right. It can be just a central story like Falcon and with Soldier and WandaVision, yeah. or it can change everything like Loki. So mm-hmm. yeah, great time. I, I think I, I seen a, I saw a meme that was like, you know, Marvel spent 10 years building up this anticipation for Thanos and the infinity saga. And then one episode of Loki did more <laughs> in the entire in the history of the MCU than that entire build up 
And it really is. Right. Because now the, the possibilities are endless. We don't know you, where we're you going. You don't know where you're going. Like, I, I've been, I've talked about this, I think, quite a bit. I think we might have talked about this last time you were here, but uh, as far as the X-Men goes, like, you have the tch, limitless possibilities with the X-Men once you bring them in because all of these universes are now open. Yeah. You have the the opportunity to maybe get into like an age of apocalypse or something or you have the opportunity of doing something even crazier and more wild and different versions of the x-men that you could possibly get into and that's man as long as we yeah. don't have any of the fox actors i kind of want a fresh start like me i too. want all new like don't get me wrong we all loved what's his name who played uh xavier great yeah he was a great xavier and so was uh like young one or old one old one old yeah and they were both i thought they were both good and like even hugh jackman i let him let him rest, (laughs) please like just give him him a a rest right like let him do his thing i think this is the perfect time just to recast Mm -hmm. and did you guys heard about the casting in black panther 2 right well uh which 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 one of you there's a they announced the casting uh have you ever seen the show I Made a Story You on HBO? No, Mm-mm. HBO, I was broke for a while. What about uh, <laughs> Chewing Gum? You know about Chewing Gum? I've heard I've of it. It's on Netflix. Okay. It's a Chewing Gum. Okay. Well, that actress is actually been cast in Black Panther 2. Okay. Do we know who she is okay. or is it just a... We don't know who she is, but okay. there's two... From what I saw, there's two big uh, like people oh. that were cast that they're thinking. Gotcha. Mm. One of them, I pretty sure it's more likely than the other but i would not be mad with the other one of them is madam slay okay. uh, she's a black mm. panther villain uh if you look at her like pictures of madam slay and you look at this i can't, i really feel bad i don't know her name but she's a beautiful woman um if you look at her pictures they kind of resemble one another but another one is storm that she can be playing you know what Ooh, i did see something on twitter yeah, about storm yeah, actually, recently yes right so yeah. it's just like me i'm kind of like i would be completely okay with that but I feel Storm has kind of deserves her own movie. I mm-hmm. think she deserves to. She's one of the most important characters in superhero yeah. lore, per, per, personally. But so yeah, I. What's her name? I'm about to find but her name. The, I think, kind of like a caveat to that, though. I think is what the MCU always does is that they they usually like they like to bring in a character like a Storm in somebody else's movie first and give them a little bit of time, a little bit of shine in that movie to get you hyped for their eventual standalone movie. Right, right. So I think that could be something that happens there. It's like maybe they do Storm and she's in the movie for like, you know, maybe 30 minutes, but it's like an awesome, awesome run to get you hyped for her own solo film. And I think that works for characters that are not well-known. It definitely works yeah, best for true. characters that are kind of obscure. Yeah, because like definitely. But everyone, everyone knows, knows Storm. Yeah. I mean, the ex- right. previous X Men's. I mean, I'm not gonna talk about. I love Halle Berry, and I, but yeah. her Storm portrayal was not the greatest, in my no. personal opinion. Granted, I know back then there really wasn't. No one really knew what they were doing, but it was a produ- It was a pretty much all graphics, right? Yeah. Mm. So I think now Storm, you really don't even have to like. You can have a new actress make her own movie and origin story, and it would work, just on the pure, like power of that character alone. Um, it's one of like there was a discussion on Twitter I posted, and it's like 
it's in Stormbird's one of the few characters that everyone across the board likes and no one really talks bad about. No, and if yeah. they do, they're gonna get drugged. Because yes. like every like I you don't talk stuff about Storm. No, She's no. the only thing that you can really say is like sometimes her relationships can be kinda iffy. But other than that, that character, strong, She's... powerful, even without her power, she whooped Scott Summers, but she mm-hmm. and then her her like biggest fear claustrophobia that's a very relatable a lot of people are claustrophobic mm-hmm. and she's just a motherly powerful strong goddess hero like so you can't really talk yeah. bad about storm like, she no. carried a lot of the early like african-american superhero weight yeah. right. from our childhood yeah. because there 100%. wasn't very many to point to she right. was and she was very like she rode that line of like loved by everybody i mean right. think about how many of us grew up with like the x-men animated series storm you know what i mean dope. And Storm was such an integral part of that entire series, mm-hmm. and yeah, she was a, she was like one of. It, it, She's the most generation. meme of them all. Next, like, oh yeah, next to Jean Grey, low <laughs> blood sugar Jean Grey, um, who yeah. is always fainting all the time. Right. But, uh, and even I mean I know people didn't watch. I my first animated love for X Men was X Men Evolution. Oh uh, yeah, I know it's good. so it is so div- that's a very that, divisive it's, it's, show, but I it, love it. Yeah. Um, but even there, she was the mother figure, and mm-hmm. like she was just every X Men show that you have seen, Storm has been in. Mm-hmm. Like, and she's always been very important in every single one. So. Well, when you think about it, almost every X Men property has had Storm, and she's like, always one, with been the exception of First Class. The top, yeah, First Class. I don't. I never saw Dark Phoenix because at that point I was just like, I'm over it. Uh, <laughs> so right. um, in New Mutants, I stopped. The minute I saw some of the cast, yeah, and I was like, that. Yeah, I can't. I never saw New Mutants. I did see Dark Phoenix. Do yourself a favor and not watch well, it. Well, to that point that we're kind of talking about overall here. We've we're about like fifteen years into like Marvel slash MCU becoming what it is now. Like mm. back in two thousand, Marvel's sell value versus now is just obviously rocket, tremendous. Yeah. And we haven't even touched Fantastic Four or X Men within mm. the MCU. Right. And you know how many solo films could be made about X Men? Like yeah, Storm's one of many. The whole Marvel and so can. yeah, so we're talking about like Iron Man, Captain America, like. We, we have all these people that seem like such well-known figures now that got their own movies and X-Men by itself is Avengers plus plus, you know? Mm-hmm. So we can get so many cool characters introduced through solo movies, which means we have like 10 years worth just on the X-Men. Yeah. And it, that's crazy. It's so funny you say that because now I know for people who are just getting to Marvel, you probably don't really know like the issues that Marvel had in the nineties and early two thousands. They almost went bankrupt. Yeah. And literally the only thing that was holding Marvel down were right. two characters right. and it was Spider Man and it was <laughs> X Men. Those were the only they were com- like holding that they were the glue that held that whole company together. Um, then when the MCU came, that's when I, Iron. I know everyone loves Tony, and I know everyone loves Captain. They were B level heroes at best oh, before yeah. the MCU. Less than that Absolutely. for Iron. Yeah, less, less yeah. than that. And well, yeah. Especially, I mean, when Civil War came out, they kind of got more popular in that oh, comic yeah. because they were the two vital for people. Sure. But it was X Men and Spidey that carried that entire company for a very long time. Yeah. So now, like you said, Jordan, like having the X Men. All there are so many characters in there that are so important, that are so different, and you can have solo movies for yeah. 
a good portion of them. And already more well-known than when you started exactly. with all these Avengers. So you don't even have to worry about people who don't know these characters. They were like, oh, I know Iceman. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I, I mean, know. It, look at Black uh, Panther. He's become a phenomenon. Like, very few people were calling out for a Black Panther movie right. in right. the you know early to mid-2000s. It was, it was something that they said, here's this. And everybody goes, holy crap, that's awesome. So to, to start with where Storm is, where Wolverine is, all these characters that are super household names, I mean, the sky's the limit. And with Black Panther, people can argue that Storm lifted him up in Big popularity time. when they got married. Like, I know everyone says that there was an argument saying no one cared about Storm until she married Black Panther. I'm like, knock no, it off, dude. Knock, knock it off. No, knock no it way. off. Storm has been <laughs> an icon for yeah. years. Like, but yeah, what were you, sorry, you were saying? Well, I was thinking, like, you know, we, 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 but we both agreed that, like, Fox X Men should just be done. No, that's that's a garbage. like that's a that's a whole thing. Like you know, let Hugh Jackman do his own thing and all these other people. But one thing that I kind of ran into recently, because my niece had never seen any of these Marvel series yet, mm-hmm. and she's not like a massive Marvel fan, but she's like, she knows a lot, and she's watched every movie and all this stuff. So we went back this past week and we watched everything. We watched WandaVision. Falcon and Winter Soldier, Loki, she loved it all. Um, but one thing that really stood out to me, because she was one of those people that like grew up with that X Men cast, yeah. And you know, I enjoyed all of the Fox X Men movies as well. I thought they were pretty cool and really interesting and different. Um, but uh, you know, she she really loved them as well. And then when like Quicksilver comes in, and it's not really Quicksilver. But it's like the same guy. She's like, wait, why? Yeah. How is this happening? And what is going on? And like, you know, and I had to like break it down to her and be like, well, you know, the X Men stuff doesn't really exist in this universe. And she was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, yeah. what are you talking about? And I was like, you know, I had to break the whole thing down with Fox and all this stuff. So like, for people who you're. <sighs> You're, they've kind of boxed themselves in because of this. Because if they recast, there are still going to be quite a few people that would be kind of upset because of you know the casting of James McAvoy and Michael Fassbender as yeah. Charles Xavier, and, yeah, and Magneto. And it's like, man, how do you really replace those guys? You know, like because they were so good in their portrayal. But um, you you run into that kind of scenario where like you know well do you do fox x-men universe as its own thing maybe there's like some kind of interaction with a new cast and then that is kind of axed and then this new cast takes over i don't know how you do that but yeah it's kind of hard to like especially as hardcore marvel fans like ourselves it's hard of hard to like picture people who don't really know the difference between the fox x-men and Mm. everyone if you just ask an average moviegoer, they'll probably think that all that X-Men stuff from Fox is canon into the MCU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's they, exactly they, how yeah, a lot of people and are. And it's and people just don't. And I like and I know everyone listening to this podcast. They're like, how can you think? How can you that? think? <laughs> it's like, I, I I get it. I know Marvel is the biggest like thing in the world right now, but like people <laughs> still are not as up to date with the news Fair as yeah. everyone else is. Well, I think they're showing us without showing us their strategy is 
we don't see them talking about X-Men at all. No. Oh, I mean, no. they're going to yeah. wait and wait and wait on X-Men until we've forgotten about that cast, probably. And even when Feige said, brought it up, it's like, like, what was it? I think it was last San Diego Comic-Con. They were yes. he, he never even said X-Men. He said mutants. Right. Like, yeah. He clearly studies And like, that's a possible, like, actual franchise name that they're going to kind of go away from X-Men for a right. while to bring along mutants. Because we've already seen mutants hinted. An actor just said he was the first mutant in the MCU. Yeah, it was in, it was in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Okay. Well, that was kind of weird. It was yeah. the, uh, it was the gangster at Mandapur. Like, yeah. she technically was a mutant, but she didn't mm-hmm. have any mutant powers. But that was the first time, like, Marvel kind of, like, flexed right. their, like... You know, we own this stuff now. So, yeah. Clarinet, it's a character that I don't even know. Yeah, like right. Stage. So, <laughs> so what like, I'm thinking is like maybe 2025, 20, we might start getting real X Men stuff. Like, they, they seem like they just want to let us forget about some yeah. things, let us go, okay, these guys are too old now. <laughs> you know, like, right. justify yeah. it a little bit more. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think, I think that's smart. Yeah, because well, yeah. there is no Fantastic Four cast that we're all just like, boom, that's the Fantastic Four. We go, yeah. right. well, there's two failed Fantastic Four franchises. So there's nothing in our brains that failed. already, like if nothing else, Chris Evans is like one of the most significant Fantastic Four to my childhood, you know? Right. So it's 100%. I'm way past it, you know? Jessica Alba's Jessica my Alba's storm. Yeah, Oof. absolutely. Like, Man. Even though that movie was bad. Too. It wasn't Man, good, so but bad. when you were a little kid, it kind of <laughs> worked because there was like, big cool people like jessica alba right like, okay whatever right yeah so yeah i definitely i i'm i'm just excited to see where they're gonna go with it yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm i'm more than enough patient we have plenty of marvel characters we work with them yeah it's so not it's like, like we're gonna miss you know content no yeah we have plenty <laughs> of content to go with so one thing i think would be kind of interesting to do with the x-men that i kind of just popped into my brain is you know how like comics you have like the one shots mm. You could maybe do that with the X-Men because there are so many of them. It's hard to like make a trilogy for Storm and then make a trilogy for Cyclops and then make a trilogy for Wolverine all over again and make a trilogy for this person and that person and that person and then have X-Men movies on top of that I, while also having Fantastic else. Four and all this other Still stuff Avengers, going on. Young Avengers. I you could do one. Name. Yeah. I think yeah. one shots are good. I like yeah. that idea. I think before before we even get to that one shots, we at least gotta like put them in the movie. Like I think, mm-hmm. I don't think all of them need to have. Like I think some of them can have the Black Widow f- effect, where yeah, they can have that, like just yeah. one movie and just you know yeah. be good with that. Um, but there are some characters who can lead a trilogy. Like, oh, for sure. If, if they want to, I don't know. I mean, especially with Chadwick gone, I think mm. a storm trilogy would be really good um, yeah very necessary well nowadays we've seen you don't need to be the only hero in your trilogy no you can nope. be captain america captain america got one movie yeah the rest was everybody else you right. know? It, it, it started with him and then it just moved to like it, uh, uh, bucky nick bucky, fury bucky, black nick widow yep. i mean and then it just Falcon. started with just a whole avengers movie it just, yeah, yeah it was yeah. a whole other so yeah. yeah it definitely can work um but i do think there are some characters that need to have that Movie that is just focused on them. I do not want Storm to have the Spider-Man effect. Please, for the love of God, give her or give like. I don't want all. I kind of like don't want all these movies to just blend together. I want them to like you know have like you know continuity and like mm-hmm. synergy. But mm-hmm. I do want some of these characters to like have time to grow and not have to yeah. lean on dis- established characters at all. Yeah. Time. So yeah, some don't need it. Yeah, that's why I saw Shang Chi. Like, yeah, we saw like you know Abomination and. 
possibly wrong, but still, mm-hmm. it looks yeah. like it's gonna be right. him. That's Mostly like a subset him. of the movie. It's right. a tournament, right? Yeah. So yeah, and it's, it's definitely journey. it definitely seems like something in the background. Yeah. As at the moment, maybe, maybe you know, you get into a situation where like Wong defeats Abomination, and then like Shang Chi's like thrown into this tournament, and he has to face Wong at some point, or you know, they, they could do something like that, but it's not like. It might not have a massive impact on the movie, so it definitely seems like it's just him, which right. is yeah, awesome. It's his journey. For sure. Speaking of movies, like, what are the ones that you guys, or TV shows that you guys are the most excited for coming, like, that you know about? Um, two come to mind. Well, three come to mind right off the bat. Uh, obviously, I think Doctor Strange is probably both of our most anticipated as far as films, I don't. Spider Man's really got me in a bind because I don't know what to expect anymore, yeah. and it could show me what's to come in Doctor Strange. So I think my most immediate is Spider Man because of like the possibilities. We've talked about it, we, right? Yeah, we've right. talked. The heck is coming? Yeah. And if it is like WandaVision where you go, okay, that was cool, but also not like blow my mind cool. Right. Then it's like, oh, are they just cooling off the pot to you know mm. throw some more ingredients in later? So. Yeah, I would say Doctor Strange would be mine, and then uh, the other two would be Moon Knight series, his own so series. Sad. That's <laughs> that's the most anticipated series so far. Um, because also another thing is is I, I've looked at all these series that are coming up, and you know we've talked about the Young Avengers, and we've talked about the setups and stuff for that. Um, I think the next few series will still have those same kind of things going on. Like mm-hmm. I think. You know, when we get to Hawkeye, obviously it's Kate Bishop's journey. So that's mm-hmm. one of the other young Avengers that we haven't seen. Right. Uh, when we get to Miss Marvel, there's a possibility maybe America Chavez is in there somewhere. I thought you she know? was in Doctor Strange. She could be. I, I think be. she is in Doctor Strange, right? Yeah. yeah. So maybe this is where she gets introduced is yeah. through this series. Uh, or maybe like Noah Var or somebody like that is in there. Um, and then with She-Hulk you have the opportunity to maybe bring in like hulking or something like that that'd yeah. be kind of cool and but with moon knight perhaps. yeah with, with moon knight it's like number one that character so difficult so <laughs> so high context <laughs> complex yeah when you say complex that's an understatement for yeah. moon knight and we've talked about it and I, i've talked about it a lot on this podcast you know as in as far as like what you could expect like what people could expect going into it and it's the exact type of genre that i've always loved watching like movies like tenet and stuff like that like those always like are they always are some of my favorite movies right. you talk about like tenet you talk about shutter island you talk about uh what was the other one with leo in it that was kind of like along that same genre really popular inception inception, inception yeah uh, How'd you forget that one out of those three? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Inception's probably name. the biggest one, right? Yeah. I don't feel better having yeah. seen the movie. Um, That's slow. <laughs> yeah, but uh, those are always kind of my favorite types of movies, and those are kind of themes that you could expect to maybe see with, especially Shutter Island. I think that's the one that probably most fits, just because of like the multiple personality disorder going on, and then all these other things, but such a wildly complex character that they'll obviously do multiple seasons for i think oh yeah so um moon knight is definitely the most anticipated as far as series but the last movie that i'm really excited for has been thor like love and thunder oh my gosh man like 
We're getting uh, Jane Foster. We're getting Thor. Jane Foster, Thor. We're getting Gore the God Butcher. We're getting uh, Zeus. Like yeah. we're Zeus? we're getting oh, crazy. He, show, he sure did sneak that in there. I think, yeah, like I said, we always... which is crazy. Let me tell you real quick. When we did our top ten most characters we wanted to see the most uh-huh. one of my topic five was hercules yeah and it, at the time it was just like ridiculous because right. like, why would hercules be showing up anytime soon and then zeus and then gets zeus cast like cast. a month later yeah and i'm like wait a all minute all right <laughs> like, we don't yeah okay like, it's yeah. kind of insane like we really don't know where like no, no we're on a treadmill we don't know what the speed is right, right. now at any given moment because they go back to two once in a while and then they're like seven yeah <laughs> like, start running right. yeah right yeah i with your moon night thing i'm for anyone who wants to get to know Moon Knight, mm-hmm. there's a new comic, Jim McKay, that just came out. It's the first issue of this yep. new series. It's the perfect time for you to jump in. It gives you what you need, and it's just a good story. So I highly suggest picking that up when you can. Um, or just downloading it to your phone. I might take that advice. Yeah, you've mm-hmm. got It's a very good, very good comic. Um, yeah. I'm very excited for him, and I think we talked about this last time. Uh, Moon Knight is a writer's room's best friend or worst nightmare. Yeah. There's no in between. Yeah. There's so much material you can choose from and you can pick and choose, but if you don't do this character right, you're going to confuse a lot of people. Um, I really hope they picked up someone for there was a, a multiple they, person. Who was does anyone know who's on the right who's the head writer for this? I don't know who I the can't remember. Is, I, okay. We talked about it at one point, yeah, but yeah. it's escaping really, me right now. There was a show that was like based off someone who had multiple personality disorder that I kind of wish if they got some writers from there would have worked well because mm. this is a. But um, I really I'm I'm with you on it, Moon Knight. I'm excited to see that. Um, I think the movie I'm most excited to see personally. I'm really excited for Shang Chi. Yeah. Um. Uh, or sorry, Shang Chi. I'm trying mm-hmm. to get the name right. Yeah, Shang Chi. Uh, I'm so excited for that just because this will probably be the first Marvel movie where the fight choreography is it's, probably going yeah. to be way better than Falcon and the Winter Soldier to like insane amount. So I'm mm-hmm. excited to see where that goes. Um, I love what they did with the rings. I love the magic. I love Kung Fu. So it's like this is going to be kind of like the first real fighting mm. movie that we're going to see from Marvel. So, oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, that's the one I'm really excited for. Plus, I love the actor. I love Aquafina. And then we see, like, so I just, I, I really enjoyed that cast. The show that I'm most excited for, um, there's three. I'm actually more excited for the shows and the movies, if I'm being honest. Uh, <laughs> well, like, at this point, right, yeah. why not? It's, it's like four hours instead of two. Oh, man. Like, these shows, I'm, I'm excited for Hawkeye because. By the way, if you guys have time, do yourself a favor and pick up that Matt Fraction Hawkeye run. That is really going to be yeah. probably what this show is going to be. And it's the actually the comic that made Hawkeye a good character. Because yeah. for so long, he was just a goofy character that shot arrows. And he had some, like, but that Fraction mm-hmm. one really is a good stuff. And then everything 100%. after that is Everything after that is good too. Hundred um, percent. And plus, I love Kate Bishop, as I told you guys before. Um, Young, of, Young Avengers. Young right. Avengers is my <laughs> second comic series yeah. that I've ever read. So those characters hold a very special place in my heart. Right. So I, and Kate Bishop is one of my favorite characters, just period. Um, so it's good to see her. And I don't know if it would happen, but it would be really good. I'm pr- I'm crossing my fingers 
Um, if you know about Kate Bishop in the comics, she has a very strong relationship with Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, Jessica Jones was her mentor mm-hmm. at one point. Jessica Jones was very important to the Young Avengers story, also. Um, so we, I'm if I can see Kristen Ritter in this uh, Hawkeye uh, show, I will lose my mind. Uh, yeah, because you cannot get Kristen Ritter. Like she is too. She is arguably probably one of the best portrayal like the most accurate portrayal of a comic version character yeah. um anyone in the marvel in if you read jessica jones own story the alias comic uh she is just a mess just a, just a mess and i think kristen ritter plays her so well and it's really hard to do jessica jones justice without cursing like using the yeah, f-word because right. she literally is the first marvel character to say the f-word fun fact um so <laughs> like I, like like well not with like you know like all the little caption things like she literally said it all that was the first word she said when you open up her comic is that <laughs> yeah so uh she's a she's that. a me- like yeah so you i she did a very good job a great portrayal so i hope i see her in that um i love miss marvel i have been with hanging with kamala khan since her first issue and I've read every single comic by her so um, I really am interested how they're going to do those powers because those are very odd powers I know and I'm like are y'all what's y'all budget because this is not you can't do Fantastic Four like Reed Richards like like, you need these are way more complex like she can shrink she can grow yeah. she can like elasticity of all right. kinds yeah i mean maybe it's like that and she can shape shift too like it's yeah. kind of insane so i i'm very excited but i'm like oh please don't go please don't cheap out on this uh right. I don't think like they, this budget i don't think they would but it definitely seems like it would be like a precursor for what they would do maybe with reed richards just yeah. to get their feet wet in that kind of thing right. first and then say like oh well we did this with Miss Marvel. How can we take this and integrate it to the Reed Richards character to make that look really cool as well? But yeah, man, I I, I knew that I felt like the shows would be more intriguing for you because I feel like oh, man. every one of these shows were going to be introduced into a new Young Avenger character. Right. And with that possibility, I think we're more leaning towards pro- you know in the future the Young Avengers being maybe a Disney Plus. Uh, movie. like movie or series or something like that that kind of carries Disney Plus even farther along. Uh, so yeah, I think you know they you're saying that this shows period. That possibly. Like possibly. I even thought about that too. I was like, because you know some of these some actors they say they want to do it, but then like after they do it for about three moves, they're like, okay, let's get on. I want to do some other stuff. So. Mm-hmm. But these are all these people who are taking these kids that are taking over. They are basically getting their careers boosted. So yeah. this is gonna give them longevity in their acting career for the long run. So and and they're all unknown when you yeah. think about it. Like most of these, like the person we got as Eli so far, unknown. unknown. Really, I really don't know that much what he's been in. Mm-hmm. Um, the only one young Avenger that's not unknown that we know about is Haley Steinfeld. Like right. she's Kate Bishop, so like she, everyone really knows her. She's in everything. Mm-hmm. Um, the person who we cast is Miss Marvel. This is her first thing. Yeah, like this is her first thing she's doing. Uh, we I don't know that. who's going to be an older, um, Wiccan and Speed. Uh, they're I'm guessing, in Doctor Strange too, they're going to be aged up and they're going to be teenagers. So we're going to finally see who the 
teenage even, versions of uh, Wicked and Speed are going to look like. Even if they don't, we know that they probably will because we've already seen that precedent set with WandaVision. Right. Like, they grew up whenever She's they She's probably going to be in danger, and they're like, Mom, let me grow up. Oh, now I'm, I don't <laughs> yeah. know, one of these TikTok stars. I can't, like, let's go. I can't right. reach this thing to open a door. Right. <laughs> yeah, so that's probably what's going to happen. So, um... That's I'm 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 sure that's what they're gonna be like some YouTuber TikTok star yeah, gonna absolutely. be one of the oh. I can see that um but I'm still pretty head set on Iron like especially with uh the end of Loki mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Iron Lad is gonna pop up in Armor Wars like he has to it's either gonna, that or Ant Man right that or Ant Man yeah because uh Iron Lad has a relationship with Cassie like that's a very strong relationship so yeah. Oh, speaking of Loki, what did y'all think of the Loki of it all? Like, what did you think about that show? Like, the entire show? Yeah. Uh, it's easily the best show yeah. so far. It's aspirating. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. It was crazy. It, we, we all went into we, it with, well, I guess, diluted expectations. And, and you, you hit on some points earlier that were, like, had my brain kind of running on that, is that, like, we all kind of, you either anticipated that the shows would be nothing or once we got to WandaVision, you expected that one to be like the one that really broke the mold and like, you know, broke into new territory for the MCU. And it really didn't. Right. Like it set nothing. a lot of things up and it did a lot of different it things. Past more than anything. Right. Yeah. And, but it didn't really have like a major impact going forward. Um, Especially WandaVision, yeah. because everyone thought that Wanda, because ev- they kept on saying that WandaVision's leading into Multiverse of Madness. Right. So everyone yeah. was just Which waiting for, sense. like, let's see this, let's see this. And it's right. like, what, really? And then with Falcon and Winter Soldier, it's like, oh, you, really? There was even lower expectations for that. Right. Because it was like, how are you going to introduce the multiverse in that? Yeah. Right. And they still came under our expectations right. for impact on the MCU. So right. like by the time we got to Loki, it was like, okay, and we know what TV shows are. Right. We, 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 we had talked about that throughout Loki, throughout episode one, two, three, four. Like we were like, oh, you know, all this crazy stuff is happening, but it's like, ah, you got to reel back right, that expectation. Every episode we were like, stuff. wow, that was bigger than we thought it was. Right. I'm sure they'll slow it down on the next one. And it was right. like, oh, wow, no. that was bigger than we thought that was going to be. <laughs> and then you get to episode six, which has been constantly ending never, on a low yeah. note where right. it's like, it's, oh. yeah. Because episode five was so crazy and you go, right. oh my God. I said it in our, our episode five uh, review. I was like, that could have been the finale, and I would not have been surprised nor disappointed, really. Right. Mm-hmm. But we have a whole hour left, basically, and whoever's in there is going to get probably 30 minutes of it to talk. So, right. yeah. Crazy. And for the past two shows, the tradition with these Marvel shows, episode fives have been the strongest. Like yes. in Wanda mm-hmm. and in Falcon and Soldier, episode fives were the best ones, and six were just ended Absolutely. up on a really low note. Uh, well, I should say the second to last, because Wanda had like nine episodes. Um, but I think with. And with Jonathan Majors being the uh, what was this the, the he, he remains he remains I'm sorry I get mixed up I you're good there's I'm, a lot of them I'm there's not a lot I'm, of names, man. I'm not very like the most I know about King is Iron Lad because of my Young Avengers uh, knowledge but mm-hmm. like I I kind of thought he who remains and 
Eternus were the same person, but I guess they, oh no, it's yeah. a very no, they, it's a very different. Yeah, thing. they're two different. I always thought they were the same, so I'm I, not I'm not super knowledgeable with that situation. We, I talked about that for just a, a little while, mm-hmm. but I love that Marvel does this thing where they bring in these obscure characters and they tie them into something that's bigger than what they were originally. Right. Because he who remains in the comics was like a throwaway character in a right. sense because he was just this alien that lived on the edge of time and was like the last person. Right. Or last being. That was it. There was no connection to Kang. There was no connection to anybody else within the Marvel Universe. It was just his own thing. He was his own person. But then they took it and they were like, let's make him a Kang variant. Because that makes it even more interesting. And that's perfect. Because it fits. Like, especially when Kang's like, well, he remains is like breaking all this stuff down. And there's like all these different iterations of him throughout the entire, all these different universes. Totally makes sense to yeah. make he who remains a Kang variant. And what surprised me about it, like I, I did not expect to see Jonathan Majors Nobody at this did. end. Like I, I knew there was some Kang of it all, mm-hmm. but I, what I was expecting is, and what, and what I was expecting an older actor to be playing he remains, but mm-hmm. to get Jonathan Majors was like whoa. Well, and he was old. He just didn't look it. He was <laughs> yeah. Really, he, yeah, he was extremely. He was millions of years old. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But when you think about it, like I actually thought, I was like, wow, if you're having a whole show about variants of Loki, it makes so much sense to yeah. have Kang because in he has so many variants of him mm-hmm. who are very important. So it was yeah. like that's the perfect villain to have that because everyone was saying. Oh, it's a variant of Loki who's the villain. I'm like, uh, yeah, like that was. A I big... started to give that more validity because I was like, well, what's the name of Wandavision? What's the name of Falcon yeah. Winter What's the name of Loki? It seems like every time at the end of the series, our expectations are something else, right. and they just go right back to who they are. Right. So mm-hmm. I'm like, maybe that does make sense to have Loki. But my pre-show prediction was the last scene would have Kang the Conqueror. Right. In it. And I was actually right. Right. Um, so I was happy about that because the statue truly was the first time we saw Kang the Conqueror. Right. Um, right. But He Who Remains popping up. Like, what was your first moment when you saw him? Like, how did you react? I, Loki went, went crazy. Because, like, it was just, I did not expect to see Jonathan Major. Like, yeah. I, I, listen, I've been obsessed with Lovecraft Country. <laughs> So I've been yeah. sitting here looking on Google, like, all right, when's Jonathan Majors? When's <laughs> yeah. Journey Smollett? Where's all these people? So, and ta- and fun fact, we had two Lovecraft Country alumni in the yeah. show, B13 yeah. and Jonathan Majors. So I was like, oh man, my, I'm just very happy right now. So um, I just was not, it kind of blew my mind to see that. And to your point though, even though the first two shows have been focusing on this one character, Loki did too. Like, oh, even yeah. though it blew the whole everything, like, everything out, like, you really saw, this is a Loki story. Loki came full mm-hmm. circle. And this Again. Was, <laughs> right, right. And I feel like Loki is the perfect example of how you can really just tell a, a character story, but still have such huge impact. Because that, and again, with the multiverse at all, I know there was this, you had, like, the benefit of that. So sure. I know, like, with... Falcon and Winter Soldier and Wanda, you really couldn't do something as explosive as that. Yeah. Suburban um, town, end of time, <laughs> right. a little bit different. Little New York <laughs> and just like, yeah. So you really yeah. couldn't do that. But it's just, oh, man, I'm really excited to see what's next. Yeah. Like, well, did, did your physical reaction? Because, like, my reaction, I think, is probably similar to everybody. When I was looking at, like, YouTube reactions, for me, it was the door opens and there's there's a guy sitting there and I'm going, 
that, that looks like Jonathan. That's is that John? Holy crap! That's Jonathan Mace. And your your brain, it's like really fast. Goes, oh my god, is that him? Oh my god, is that Kang? Wait, what just happened? Mm -hmm. And you're like trying to figure it out, and then he comes out, and he's just like this jovial, mysterious character, and you're like, well, that's not what I expected. And then he physically says, "What are you disappointed?" <laughs> Basically, yeah. it was so well done that they almost. We're talking to the fans with uh, He Who Remains in that scene. It was, it was incredible. I think I was still recovering from being scared to death by Miss Minutes. <laughs> Miss Minutes. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I, hey, y'all. <laughs> man, that... <laughs> that was crazy. She scared the crap out of me. I was, I was like... That was she the knew it, too. Man, and everyone... And I, was, I love because I was telling my friend, I'm like, there's something about Miss Minutes, but I don't trust. Like, I don't know what is it. Like, this is just a computer character. I'm like, listen, you do not cast Sarah Strong just to play. Right. Sarah Strong just to be a computer. No, 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 no. She, yeah. she is important somehow. So, yeah, I was still recovering from that. But then when I saw Jonathan Majors, I was like, yo. Yeah, I was just like, this is it. And what then just you, happened? Oh, man, I loved it. And that, there was like a comparison. Everyone's saying, you know. He's the Willy Wonka. It was yeah. very Willy Wonka, mm -hmm. even to the whole like putting it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. this is a great nod. So, yeah, I'm really hoping that, you know, my my only thing that I hope they don't do is just that. I would like to see Jonathan Majors again as Kang, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but you don't have to have him, like as all the variants. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. I I. I want Iron Lad. I mean, he's too old to be Iron Lad, but like, I want a yeah. young la Iron Lad. I want to see You'll that. You'll get that for sure. Yeah, but I also for Eternus, I want an older actor to be Eternus. Yeah, like you, know, like we can have all of that, and and I and I think we're getting. I think what Marvel is trying to see right now is like, can people follow this? Right. Can people? Because like we're getting into very sci-fi and like yeah nerd nerdish right now so yeah. like you really gotta slow it down for these casual like marvel fans who are like yo 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 wait yeah. what mm -hmm. like like you and said I'd say it's unlikely that we do get that older kang I character know. i think jonathan's gonna be i know throughout but i just really i really hope they get eternity because like well I, I think i think you almost like they kind of drew some like inspiration from immortus like going forward with he who remains mm -hmm. but like I think you kind of have to do some sort of iteration of Immortus going forward with the addition of like Ravonna Renslayer being right. a thing. And they did and it with then, Loki. Yeah. I mean, like Loki had like all those different older versions of yeah. himself. So and I think it's possible. It's definitely possible. And, you know, I, the, the, the whole premise of the, the thing that really made people's minds explode with the whole show is that it, he's basically saying like there's so many different versions of me that are now going to be coming for you mm -hmm. so it would kind of be stupid if they just were like oh we're just going to give you Jonathan Majors as Kang yeah. and that's about it and then maybe some other kid later in the future that's going to be Iron Lad no I think there'll be multiple different versions of Kang going forward I think they're all going to be Jonathan Majors though I, I don't really think so. I hope not. I would love to I have the Allstate guy my be Eternus. <laughs> like, can you imagine yeah. the Allstate guy coming up? Yeah, that'd like, be great. Yo, that voice is just Allstate. perfect. Oh, yeah. man. Like, I would like what that. What about that? The he guy just comes that. in and he's like, you're in good hands. <laughs> <laughs> what about that? <laughs> the guy that plays, uh, what does he play? Danger? The, the insurance guy that's always messing with oh, people. Oh, yeah. The, the white a, dude with the yeah. crazy hair. And he's like, I'm a tree. And I'm about to fall. Or <laughs> your car is right under me. <laughs> or what's his name? Who uh? Oh, he's an, he was the actor in um, 
I, I can't believe I'm forgetting his name. He was the voice of the. Uh, it, it's the Welcome curse of to the, the show. show. Welcome to right. the you show. You start <laughs> saying somebody and then you say their name. Like, you forget. You completely yeah. forget. It was, it's it, part of the poison. It was the guy who voiced. I'm, I'm, I know I'm about to get drugged by black Twitter right now. Um, the guy <laughs> who voiced. Uh, the kid, the voodoo guy in Princess and the Frog. I'm mad. That's where I first go oh, to. Well, I know who you're talking like, about, but you know, I don't know dude, the actor. Yes. He would be a great Eternus. I'm so sorry, Black Twitter. Please don't come from my neck. Like I know what about like, Lil Wayne. Please, <laughs> Wheezy F baby. Yeah, <laughs> Wheezy F portal. He just comes. That would be uh, hilarious. Yeah. Like he would. Like, that's might actually, as well, right? I'm about to find his name. That'd be I'm, hilarious. But I do think, I think we should start the Kang counter. We have one Kang that has died so far. I think mm-hmm. we're going to see a lot of Kangs die in the next, like, three to five years. Easily. And that's why that's why I would paint him as the next big bad because I think we're going to see versions of him die. But I think the final version may lead us to a Secret Wars uh, movie. And that's where that will all take place. But I think there's going to be an Ant-Man one. I think there's going to be uh, – there might be mention of Multiverse of Madness. I don't think we'll see him in there. And I think we'll see one in um, Fantastic Four. So I think we're going to get a lot of different Kangs that have different levels of threat to them to lead us to the final Kang, the Conqueror, the ultimate Hmm, one that's going to be the toughest to take down, which will take something like a Secret Wars, which I think is going to be the next massive uh, movie we see. And Keith David, that's the actor who I wanted to play as uh, Eternus. Let's make sure. I I would assume, I would assume not. I don't think he's the next big, big bad. Uh, just because with all the stuff that is confirmed for the future, there's other characters at play that are, I think, of more impact that could be massive, massive villains in the future. Uh, namely, Dr. Doom. And Dormammu. And Dormammu is still out there. Like, that's the thing. It's like, you've already got something that's established... You now have the multiverse expansion. Uh, but I, I definitely see, I think, Doctor Doom probably being the biggest big bad that's going to come. Like, I think sure. Kang will probably be in multiple films for sure. Absolutely. I think he's going to be in Multiverse of Madness. I think he'll be in... Obviously, we know he's an Ant-Man. Right. Oh, you think probably, he'll, he'll be in Multiverse of Madness? Oh, absolutely. Okay. I definitely I'll see take him it. in there. Yeah. <laughs> Gladly. Because it's the whole purpose of the Multiverse of Madness to me. Yeah. I figured they'd like, be referenced. I didn't think they'd like, well, come and fight or talk or anything. You've got Loki now that's confirmed in the movie. You know, the whole the whole thought of why, Wand- like we, why we assumed that WandaVision would be so big, and it wasn't, was because she was confirmed for Multiverse of Madness. And it was like, oh, that makes sense because of her direct correlation to the mutants and all that stuff. That would be where we get the multiverse expansion, but it didn't happen. Now you have Loki that's confirmed for the movie. So it makes sense that the whole premise of Multiverse of Madness is going to be Doctor Strange probably trying to fix everything. And not even fix everything, but like trying to stave off all these different kings. You know, I think you both have so many good points with who the big bad is. Because if you look at Marvel history, some of the biggest bads... We're not even there for a long period of time. Yeah. yeah. Hence, Ultron. Yeah. He was there, and he's out. And he's and probably he's an alpha. And yes. Such a big problem. Like yes. so. Like we've only seen so. Kang could possibly be the big bad for that. And 
But he, like you said, he might just be someone that they might have to rely on. What they probably might do is he might become like a Doctor Doom, how in the comics where Doctor Doom actually ends up having to help mm. the villain. Mm -hmm. Like, because that's how Kang is too. Kang and like these, and like the current iterations, like show that he actually had to help out save the day sometimes. Yeah, so yeah. We don't really know where the big we might have not even seen the big bad yet no i, I definitely don't um, think so so yeah. but i don't know like i know a lot of people want to say galactus listen galactus is not galactus no. is a villain that i would love to see but man you it, this man's as tall as a building this i think a, minimum 15 years to be honest right this it's isn't the, this the, isn't an ant-man type no. of size no the, the, he's taller than everything in i mean he devours planets right so you, you know would I mean? have to be like to the detriment. i mean let's to be fair for the fantastic four two movie like yeah with what they had with galactus that was the best they can do with that cloud like that's yeah, all they could have done they yeah. didn't have the budget no the special effects and i don't even think still to this day no like special I, effects are not even at the point where you can bring galactus in i think the closest we've seen is what kong and godzilla well and it's not even really an effects thing it's just more of a ratio size thing it's and really I, hard we, to portray we, period we've also right. talked too about his voice and what his voice would have to resonate yeah. within like a theater setting you yeah, know we talked you, about you thanos. gotta have a theater actor do that voice yeah like, you, you, you have can't. You have Thanos' voice, and, and Thanos, Josh Brolin did such a great job as Thanos, and his voice was booming and deep and loud, but, like, Galactus is a whole other thing, man. Like, I, we talked about this before, man, like, when Galactus speaks in the MCU, the, the theater rumbles. should rumble. You know what I mean? That's like, the theater IMAX should rumble. Like, That's definitely IMAX an IMAX level. thing. Yeah. But I don't, I really... I see him being, I see Galactus definitely being in the MCU. But I, I, I think that it's going to be a while, but I see him possibly being in some sort of in credit scene going Wait, forward. They can do it because they're doing it for the Celestials and Eternals. Yeah. And Celestials are just as big, if not bigger, yeah. than Galactus. So I think... They're, they're, that's, once again, like we were talking with Miss Marvel and Reed Richards, it's right. like the precursor thing. Right. We're testing something out to see... Yeah, so... Okay. I gotta. I want to see how these Celestials look Eternals, and then I'll get back to see if they can do Galactus. Because yeah. I think once we see how that works, because I think is Galactus. You might know this because you know about the older stuff more than I do. Mm -hmm. Is Galactus older than Celestials or no? No. Okay, so that's uh, what I thought. I thought Celestials were older. He's he's interesting. Uh, he was here he was before a human. the the new universe. For he's like the last survivor of the old universe. I yeah. know that. But he's like a. It's something about like a journey in space to like save humanity and he's this dude named Gallen yeah. who gets like stranded on this planet he's the last person and consuming I uh, can't remember what energy source it is but there's some sort of energy source that allows him to stay alive okay. which also alters his stature right and then alters his mind okay and then he's big powerful Galactus later on so yeah so. But yeah, I can see that. And like, but even with these big bads, like we're, to be fair, I didn't even know Thanos like that when he, mm -hmm. and I yeah. read, I was reading comics well, in 2008. Yeah. 
Like they really Thanos wasn't real unless you he loved like the space stuff. Time. Like if right. you read like the space yeah. stuff, he was big in that. But right. and I wasn't the comic kid, so like Thanos was like whatever to me. Right. I right. heard of the I name. thought he was a scroll when I first saw him. I was like, <laughs> is that a scroll? I was like, yeah. oh, so I thought that was super scroll. And then I'm like, like, nope, that is uh <laughs> that is Thanos. Like and I'm like, I don't even know what the guy is. So we might have one of these go again with these obscure villains. Like I mean, I know more about King, obviously, but yeah. Well, we still have so much time to fill, by the way. We have, I mean, Kevin Feige is a young man. He wants to go for another 50 plus years. So that's why. How old is Feige? Like 40 something? He's probably 50s? Early 50s, is my right. guess. I don't know. But and he I'm looks sure great. He's right. got a game plan, too. He's oh, got yeah, everything he probably has a game He's not in a rush. No. And yeah. we, Thanos took so long because they didn't know what they had. Yeah. Well, now they, they are very self aware they know what they have the big bads in my opinion are going to come five years at a time now it's not going to right. be this 10 15 year process that really thanos was it was 2008 to 2019 or so i mean to was be the fair, total though, process of him but really was it though or was it it was like, the infinity saga which he was the big bat of it wasn't his story right but his story truly started with iron man you know dropping the arms that's where iron man started to go Okay, I'm I'm stepping away from weapons, and then his story led to oh no, I have to put a shield around the earth because now right. I see Thanos as an actual obstacle. So to me, Thanos was hand in hand with Iron Man. Yeah, I think how I view Thanos is I think his story started after Avengers, personally. Yeah, that, well, his that, story absolutely. Like does. I think that's so. I think his story honestly is from 2012 to 2019. Mm-hmm. So that's a what is it seven seven years yeah so just about yeah but like he wasn't and his even, action was two movies right because so. you really didn't even get to see him in an actual movie until Guardians yeah and then 2018 and so 2013 War. and then we didn't see him again like in a movie setting yeah. until mm-hmm. 2000 like you said like, until Infinity War yeah except with post credit scenes obviously You're right. but I don't really count those as part of no. the movie so like no. it was really only we really only saw Thanos in guardians like 45 Infinity minutes War, total too and in game in game and that's why loki's truly been like the most valuable bad we've right. had so far now thanos was the biggest because right. he had the biggest impact but there's different ways to go big bad in my opinion it doesn't have to be you know the biggest villain of this 10-year period mm-hmm. to me if if kang makes it to fantastic four automatically he falls into big bad territory for me because that's a long freaking time think about it we have that's one really entity not, coming out f- per month, and he's surviving all this. That's, I Ooh. mean, to be honest, that's really not. When is it? it 2021 is. to 2023, because I think 2023 is when Fantastic Four. Well, maybe, but to me, that's a long time. That's that's one movie slash so per month. That's three it, years, that's, basically. That's 36 but entities. But that's assuming that he'd be in all of that. No, I'm not be. saying that. I'm saying look at how much was released between 2012 and 2019. Mm. some stuff yeah, now it's about, every single every month months. yeah so one, one it was three movies a year basically but mm-hmm. i think i think i think right now though we're getting this one movie every month because we are gone a year so i think right now we're just getting yeah but you think they'll pace it back we keep oh, yeah. seeing things non-stop i think being i think, too, I think movies they're gonna push back shows oh, okay they might yeah, i, can I see think that. i think movies are gonna get pushed back and go I think by 2022, we're going to get back to the three, possibly four movies a year. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, we're in 2021 right now. My bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 2023. Uh, we're going to get back to the three, possibly four movies, and then we're going to have the shows basically to hold our Marvel um, 
basically a taste for while we're waiting. Um, but I think the reason why we're get we're kind of like I think Marvel's like, all right, we lost a year, and we have to get all this stuff out. So just throw it out, throw it out, throw it out. That's Marvel Studios, so they should have honestly just threw that Black Widow movie out when they had a chance. But <laughs> um, oh, speaking True. of Black Widow, so I I really what is your what was the rating you guys gave for that? Because I'm kind of curious. I don't think we rated it. I don't know rated? That we rated I, it. I, personally, I really enjoyed um, seeing more of her. Because, yeah. like, after all this time, we really knew very little about her. Right. And I thought the movie did a great job of uh, skating between really serious topics, mm-hmm. um, like child trafficking and things like that, and also bringing wonderful humor from Florence Pugh. Right. She was hilarious. Um, so I liked the family dynamic where it's like the Disney, that's fun. It reminded me of The Incredibles, kind of. Um, and then I did love how they introduced this new girl to the MCU who's like kind of now our Black Widow. Yeah. Um, it And it met my expectations of this won't impact too much of the future. Right. So I was satisfied when I left theater. I wasn't like, wow, that was absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. But I was, I was very happy with how it turned out. Right. But the weight was definitely not like you're right you know, it was it's too much too long to wait <laughs> right right it was way too long to wait for basically like no real like massive payoff like for an end credit right. scene or something like that right but it did its job and it did what it should have done you know what i mean it gave us like he said like backstory into her character while also bringing in yelena who's going to be an awesome character going forward right. i feel like and uh I know that there's a, and I've talked about this too when we did our like the Black Widow review. Yeah, the Taskmaster. Yeah. I know that there's a lot of people that are like, you know, that that sucks and all this other stuff, and like they shouldn't, they should feel ashamed because of how they treated Taskmaster and stuff like that. To be honest, though, my whole thought process on that is like, they, I, I think that they executed executed it perfectly for that scenario. Yeah, and that's what's most important. And the next thing is that before we even got trailers for Black Widow how many people were really that excited to see a Taskmaster in the MCU to begin with you know what I mean like there weren't very many people there was a very small amount of people (laughs) in the world that were like oh we need Taskmaster in the MCU like what and now everybody's all of a sudden like up in arms about Taskmaster being treated differently the reason why they're like that now so I was partially that way. Mm-hmm. So, because when I went in that movie, when I first saw it, my first score was this is a 7.5. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I felt that way, because it was like, I was watching and I was like, this is good. I think I was underwhelmed by the action scenes. I was really, yeah. I, I hyped myself up because I was expecting Falcon and Winter Soldier action yeah. scenes. And yeah, I was like, I too. did not get that. So me I was too. like, okay, that kind of was a letdown. Love Florence Pugh. Mm, uh, she's great. Great. I loved David Harper. David Harper. Awesome. Everyone was great. Um, so I think the reason why I was so heartbroken, there's two, I think the Taskmaster issue is because of one, Marvel marketed the heck out of Taskmaster, not just with the marketing with like the social media, Mm -hmm. but even with the comics, like he was all over the place. He had a, uh, the video games games as well. And the mobile games. And he even had like, he literally had his own, like, what is it? In uh, the... His own comic. Yeah, he had, he had his, his own, own comic, yeah. which was great, by the way. And guess who was fighting him? Black Widow. Mm-hmm. So, like, it was also, and I think, 
I think, and also, if you've read anything about Taskmaster, in my personal opinion, he is the perfect character, Tony Masters, that will mm-hmm. fit. If you just take him, pluck him straight from the comics, maybe take off his costume and throw him in the MCU, character-wise, he's perfect for the MCU. He's a villain who is like, if you pay me off, I'll leave your like. He does. Like, he's not. Yeah. He's not the type of person who's like whose ego is so inflated. Give me a dollar, man. Right. Mm-hmm. He's not the type of person whose his ego is so inflated that he will have to fight you to prove himself. He's like. Yeah. He even says like in his comics, look. Unlike these other villains, if I need to run away, I will run away. I'm, yeah. like, I'm not about to sit here and fight with someone who I know I'm outranked. Every other Marvel villain would be like, oh, I can beat you. It's just like, no. Yeah. Tony's like, no. He's uh, smart. Right. So He's it, logical. I mean, he's made his own dojo for, like, a henchman yeah. dojo. Like he, like, he is, like, this really funny character that will work well with the MCU. So... When I didn't really see Tony, I mean, I should have known her name was Antonia, duh. So, like, I should right. have, like, really kind of saw where that was going. Right. But, um, so, yeah, my initial was, like, I was very sad. But then I had to really think about it. Like you said, there was no way you can tell that Black Widow story mm-hmm. without with, with putting Tony Masters in that. It no, worked. it wouldn't have worked. And even yeah. the writer said, like, it we tried like we really yeah. tried, but it just would not work with the story. And um, you could, you could also say for the people who were really fighting for that Tony Masters Taskmaster, like we're now in this state where anything's possible. So right. you could bring in a Tony Masters Taskmaster in the future. Right. And you know, obviously, you'd have the people that are like, "Oh, they're just trying to cover their." No, I mean, it's just anything's possible now. I so think... there's multiple characters that can be brought in and different versions of them. We've talked about possibilities of seeing, you know, Captain America and Tony Stark again in the future because now that's possible with yeah. the, the expansion of the multiverse and stuff like that. So like, yeah, and yeah, to your point, I think it just wouldn't have fit. I think a way that would have been able to please everyone well not everyone kids never please anyone you can never please everyone. um <laughs> you can't please everybody but i no. think a way that we're talking about right i know right this is comic nerds we're talking about you can never please them <laughs> yeah. uh i think a good way that would have worked do you guys know who finesse is finesse yeah she sounds is familiar. tony master's daughter yeah so taskmaster's yeah. daughter who has yeah. the same power so yeah what i would have done personally oh dude was yeah. if they would have made her finesse mm-hmm. and just say that like this was an adoptive daughter mm. of him and her that that could have been like finesse and then you could have had tony masters but like yeah that was my daughter and then like bring it in later so like that way you'd be like oh which would have worked Which too, would because have worked look because at this. then you still have Taskmaster. Yeah, like if if you're okay, so you have Yelena is the one that's continuing, right? Mm-hmm. If you do finesse instead of Taskmaster, what ha- the end of the movie could have been Yelena kills Taskmaster, which upsets Tony Masters, who's like, right. "That's my real daughter." Right now, I'm after you. But even if you kept her around, and then like he could have been like, "I've been looking for my daughter." everywhere yeah or something like that and you're telling me the secret organizations had her i'm coming after it yeah so it's like you could have worked with that because mm-hmm. but another one i love you avengers academy these young avengers stuff like that was all <laughs> that i was, was i was so cool. i was a child when i was yeah. like teenagers so like all yeah. those characters so like you could have still pleased the masses with that mm-hmm. um 
I think that might have been digging real. I mean, I, there's you can't really dig. You get a lot of no, obscure dude, characters. You, I mean, they just brought in He Who Remains, man. Right, like right. So you really, so, I think it could have worked. I just, they just I brought think, in an alligator. So <laughs> right, I mean, <laughs> brought in. You know, let's be honest, dude. They can do well. anything they want. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I really wish they just really considered having finesse because then you still have a taskmaster mm-hmm. type of character. I mean, she literally has the same powers as him, copying like identical. So they yeah. had a they had an out, but they chose Taskmaster, which I mean, I I will say what is redeeming about this version of Taskmaster is that they did while they kind of altered it, and, and it's not an inherent trait that the character has. Mm-hmm. You saw a lot of different fighting styles that were throwbacks to the old Avengers yeah. in those fight scenes. But weren't all those in the in. trailer? No. Which ones weren't? I, I feel like I saw all those in the trailer. In the trailer... I saw the Black Panther. Mm-hmm. I saw the shield. I saw the air, the, the shield with Captain. I saw the arrow with Hawkeye. There were stuff like uh, when she's like hand-to-hand combat fighting oh. Black Widow that's like a definite Here's throwback to different stuff. All right. Yeah. Yeah, there's some stuff. Because I think like 90% of it we saw in the trailer. And I think yeah. that was an also a detriment to that. Because it's like yeah. you really hyped up that character. And I I think that's more of a marketing and also the pandemic. They had no control of yeah. it. Cause they, but I honestly think they should have never really showed any more trailers after they just like, put it on. Again. Yeah, that's the problem. Set is the it? record for most trailers. I yeah. swear, that poor Black Widow movie, you saw so oh much of it. Like, it was like we already saw the movie without seeing the movie. Yeah. So, But to be fair, I will make it clear. I think I, I think I had to give it two scores. As a comic fan, I gave it a 7.5. If it's a moviegoer fan, I gave mm. it a uh, 8.7. Because yeah, I think absolutely. That's the Marvel scoring system, right. unfortunately. Is right. like, you better bring your A game. Right. Yeah. Which you're being compared to a lot of really good movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it just, for a story-wise, yes, it was a good story and it told everything. But for your your comic book geeks yeah. like me, I'm sitting there like, well, man, my boy. Knowing boy. that Shang-Chi is coming up and we got Doctor Strange, we got right. Spider-Man, and it's like, lift a little bit of meat on the bone right, with that. Right, um, But to kind of wrap up my thoughts on the movie, what I did love um even though Taskmaster, the character might have fallen a little bit short, the the totality of the situation was that Nat- Natasha thought she killed her, you know, mm. as, as a little kid. And so we didn't know all these demons were kind of, you know, bottling up. We had heard that she, you know, killed somebody because Loki mentioned it in Avengers and there's little things I've got read in my ledger. But we saw kind of why she was willing to sacrifice herself to keep uh, Clint alive because she she figured out I'm, I'm not this monster that I maybe thought I was. I've always been trying to break away from who I was as a little kid and we got to see her kind of happy because at the end of the movie she feels like she has two families and it probably was ripped away from her again by um, the snap I almost said COVID I swear to God I almost did <laughs> the blip it's Thanos' uh, it was in my brain no. but uh, yeah seeing that she her story did have a full circle kind of happy ending and though, and so she was somewhat able to say you know what I've I've done everything I needed to right. and I'm okay with dying now like right. it was cool to retroactively see that and then at the end of the movie you get sad again because you're like oh man she she actually started to figure things out and repaired relations with her family, and she was probably so excited to see her family, and then they were taken away from her again. So, yeah, I now I'm 
just just a heads up for everybody with this. This is a really tinfoil tinfoil hat like <laughs> oh, section. Go. I got a little more. Oh, oh, so, so, so just so just be prepared. This is probably not going to happen. We've so, like, reached the part of the let, show where we're losing our minds. Let me let me dim down expectations. So the last time I was here, I remember I told you guys what my post credit scene was going to be, where it was the actually cloning? the cloning, where yes. she was actually going to like. I could, of course, I think that's another reason why my, I blew up the score in my comic <laughs> version because I was like, oh, damn. It wasn't I, the way I, you it wanted wasn't it exactly, to be. I'm, I'll be completely oh, honest. I was extremely biased. Yeah. I still think that's a possibility. Oh, for I sure. I still think she's coming back, and I think she's going to be the villain of Hawkeye because I think it's going to be a point where wow. we're going to have uh, uh, Yelena and Hawkeye have to battle Black Widow without her soul. And it's gonna be probably because if we look like at all, if we look at every single one of these shows, trauma, 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 every trauma, every so what's well, more dramatic for those two characters than the fight the person they cared about the most who's no longer here? I would, uh, I would, Jeez. I would. Can you imagine? Oh my god! Mm, would, <laughs> I'm having trouble actually. Right. I would throw this in there though. If that's the if that's the case, Hawkeye shouldn't be the name of the show. It should just be like Yelena, right? If that's the case. Well, because, because Clint Barton maybe wouldn't really be part of that because it's Hawkeye's show, it's Kate Bishop. That's who's getting pushed into the narrative. Right. Well, Kate Bishop is really Hawkeye. Like, yeah. that's who it's going right. to be. Right. So it's that's not really who she a Clint really is. story. Right. It would be about Clint would be, like, her. training her, I would assume. Yeah, that's and, right. And getting her what prepared for something. I would, I would say, in all honesty, maybe Elena kills Clint Barton. It could be. I mean, his time is pretty much up. So. That's where the trauma kicks in with Kate Bishop is that she develops this relationship with Clint Barton. And he's Depends like on how they want to go with Elena. Well, the only thing I'll push back on that is, yes, Hawkeye does train Kate, but if you've actually know, like, the relationship between those two, mm. Kate keeps Clint in check. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a whole thing how, like, Kate's the best Hawkeye. Like they're, And they call oh, each yeah. other Hawkeye. And the big thing between the what i love about kate and clint is that they work off of each other so much through every comic so and i think even if you would you would bring black uh, natasha back it doesn't even have to be like you won't even have to know it's natasha it could be yeah. somebody like it could be madam mask there you go if you that's know, a that's a good, Madam that's Mask, a good if one. you know who Madam Mask is, she's this woman who like I mean obviously she wears a mask, but she's this golden mask and she's yes. like this mob boss. So she can be the villain, and then if you Dude. find out that's Black Widow and the Red Room was still working, yo, you have and then like cause another thing, Madam Mask is a big Kate Bishop villain. Like mm-hmm. so like that's a yeah, that's a, so that's a great I think that can work because then like Yelena's like, yo, like why you like you killed my sister? Like that's not what happened. Boom. And then they're all having to deal with Madam Mask. I don't know who the villain of the Hawkeye show is yet. Um I don't think anyone. But yeah, Madam yeah. Mask doesn't even have to be the crime boss. She can just probably be like the military, like Well, we may get multiple seasons too. That's they basically strictly said that uh, Falcon the Winter Soldier and WandaVision are like specifically not really set up to continue in a TV show. Right. right. But if it looks like it's setting up to be a season two, that we're open to everything. Mm-hmm. Right. So. And I also think, you know, what's his name who plays Hawkeye? I forgot his name. Uh, Jeremy Renner. Oh, Jeremy, Jeremy Renner. Renner. Yep. I think Jeremy Renner is more down to be in the MCU for a longer period of time. I, I hope so, because doesn't I want to see. I mean, I, right. He's really casting him. I, I right. want to see in the future. 
when we get to X Men and stuff like that, I, I really would love to see Old Man Hawkeye or Old Man Logan. Um, I'll be old enough like by that. then. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Definitely would be. Absolutely. In his mid fifties, right? Yeah. And I think you know, with with Kate Bishop in there and Haley Steinfeld having those two together, I mm-hmm. this is really going to show if this is going to be a, a seasonal show because those two together are just perfect harmony. Jeremy Renner's fifty. He's right fifty now. years He's old. 50. There's no way. At this moment, what? So he could play Old Man Hawkeye in about eight years. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I mean, what, how how old was Robert Downey Jr.? Probably about fifty. How old was he, he started? Right. He started when he was like forty, right? Oh, he started. Yeah, he started late because I mean, he went to jail in like See, the early nineties, right? I'll find out. I'm curious. To be fair, you really didn't need to be in perfect shape to be Iron Man. You no, so I mean, you, it's, not mean like, it's not like Hawkeye where you but have to. Also, to be fair, we haven't seen him in a while. <laughs> the last time he filmed was like 2016 or 17. <laughs> like, <laughs> True. He hasn't done anything. Okay, he's 56. Yeah, He just turned 56. Okay, so I mean, so he still has a good. Yeah. For comparison, Chris Evans is 40. Chris Evans is 40? And Chris Hemsworth is 30. Everyone in this country, and he's 40 years old. And Thor, I'm Thor's the oh youngest by gosh. far. Mark Ruffalo is a little bit younger than uh, Robert. How yeah. old's how old's Thor? Uh, thirty-seven. What? Tom is Tom Hiddleston's forty. Yeah. And Tom Holland. I'm not surprised by that. He was unknown. I didn't know they Tom got Holland they is. got him in. Why do you think he's like the last OG person who could do it? Stan he, is right. He That's honestly true. can still do this for another ten years if he wanted to. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I don't know if he want. I mean. Probably well, he, he probably would want to. He did Ghostbusters, and I don't know if anybody's gonna be hiring him for a headlining movie anytime soon. So. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's a it's a real thing. They get a monster amount of money in these movies. Like, why would you not? Why would you say no? I'm not interested in continuing. You know, you get cocky. Yeah, you get you get cocky as an as an actor. I don't care. We're poor people. Problems. Tom Hiddleston's <laughs> still doing it, and he's one of the most like actors actors in the MCU. So. Yeah, I wouldn't. And I mean, Benedict Cumberbatch, come on, He's yeah, huge in in the UK especially. Yeah, it's. I think, I that's why I think Scarlet Witch because she's only thirty something, right? She's young. Yeah, so she. That's why I said Scarlet Witch, didn't I? I meant Scarlet Johansson. I'm so sorry. Oh, oh well, her yeah. too. They're both yeah. pretty So young. like, that's why I think she's still here. Girl's probably in her late thirties. Yeah, she yeah. has. I think she's like thirty six. Last time I because she was a. Uh, that makes sense. So yeah, so I think. All, all these like that's why I think they're going younger and younger, with the exception of uh, Michelle. Which huh? I've been looking up lately, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I recently was Wait on. A, I listened to a podcast on it, and I think they were talking about she was in her thirties. But I think the oldest person they've cast for the long term has been Mashur Ali. Yeah, for Blade, he's in his fifties now. Yeah, but he's. You know, but he, bl- yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> black don't crack. He, exactly. He, he don't, I mean, look at look. Um, Angela, not Angela. That's funny. Yeah, a lot of the, yeah. Angela so, Bassett. Angela Bassett. Yeah, is, she's well. She's uh, she could be 112. She's gonna still go look yeah. 60. Look, right. Man, yeah, I feel you. Right. I mean, yeah, it's not like Betty White where they're oh, 125 good Lord, no. and they look like. You know, they look actually like 300. We're not going <laughs> to slander Betty White on this podcast. Hey, 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 I'm not slandering <laughs> Betty White. I'm happy she's still alive. She's kicking it right she's, now. She's living off those Golden Girl royalties. If and she, I think if she dies, that's the end of the world, right? Like, she's she who remains. Right? She is she, she who remains. remains. I'm telling you. 
She, I think she the Grim remains. Reaper. She, she who remains. She yeah. who remains. That's I think right. Grim Reaper has been trying to get her, but Betty Wright has just been throwing other people funny, under the man. bus. She's, she's been throwing different scripts. Like, yeah, the Grim Reaper approaches her, and she's like, "You're not supposed to be here." She's she has like, like a little piece of I paper. I sacrificed <laughs> these other three Golden Girls. I have other yeah. people on the back too. <laughs> it's funny man. She, yeah, she could have dated Chris Evans back in the day, uh, Captain America. I should what say. do you mean Never back know. in the day? She could still date Chris Evans if she wants. She could pull Chris Evans right now. She could pull anyone she wants. But Steve Rogers, maybe. You know, Steve Rogers. Know, ice would have made it a little tough. To... <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, but, uh, oh, there was one other question. Yeah. What is the show? So I've been going with ever since the whole Loki. What is a show or movie that you want more than anything that has probably is not going to happen in your mind? Very unlikely to happen. Yeah. Show or movie that mm. you'd want to see at some point. I'll go first and let y'all Sure. Think. Okay. Um, does anyone here know who slapstick is? Yeah, I know the word. I know. Slap, <laughs> slap slapstick is a Marvel no character way. who yeah. is a living cartoon character. Yeah. Okay. Like he actually is a living cartoon character who lives in the Marvel universe. <laughs> like who always jokes up jokes about how he does it. Like his big joke is like a lot. He he got like a hit with the, like electroplasm and turned to a cartoon character and he lost his like junk. So like. A big a big joke is like, man, I don't have a dingus no more. So it's like, that's <laughs> so, so it's like Rocky and Bullwinkle, yeah, live yes. action, right? Yes. So what I my my dream show or TV show or movie is a Roger Who framed Roger Rabbit like oh, Marvel movie yeah. starring that's slapstick. That's awesome. That is what I want that's so, so bad. Specific. I, I'm oh my god, I have been that. thinking about this for so long, and like Slagger like said, if you, no one knows Slapstick unless you read comics, he is no a very <laughs> I mean, you think he who remains is a no, like yeah, if you're like, Slapstick is, but like even, but if we, even if we don't get that, if you read Deadpool comics, Slapstick was part of his merch, yeah, this is a perfect opportunity to throw Slapstick in it a is. Deadpool movie, even and just have a like a cartoon thing. character, because yeah. what more What's more Deadpool than having a cartoon, a cartoon character, character without a dingus? Oh my! But <laughs> Deadpool, he could be a Deadpool. Yeah, Are you looking him up now? Like it's easy. I was looking up weird Marvel characters to see, and guess who's Slapstick? <laughs> like, like he is great. Like That's I hilarious. love that character because because like he goes through iterations. Like the last time you saw him, he is in a really dark place, but like as dark as a cartoon character. Well, by the way, <laughs> this list says like characters so weird in Marvel that the MCU would never touch. Number three is Modoc, though. That's what's funny. <laughs> but like Modoc was a TV show, so it like it is right. But I mean, even seeing it on screen. Maybe oh man, that that would be surprise. a hard to see it on like the live action. I don't know yeah. how they would do that. But like, I'm sure it's coming. But like, I really want a slapstick show so bad. I have been like asking and praying, like, give me a slapstick something because <laughs> we haven't really seen a Who Framed Roger the Rabbit type of movie in a so long. So it was long, really and good, it's so too. good, and it was such a great. And I think and it was any, Rocky and Bullwinkle style. That was basically the same thing right yeah so i think if they're gonna i think the best people to do it would be like marvel studios or a disney way to like yeah. bring that cartoon i think i mean we had like you know who tom and jerry that was out that not that yeah. like we had that but i think if you can have that 2d animation <laughs> and just have like you know yeah. slapstick 100%. running around just hitting people like oh i would love to have that that would be my dream show or movie to see a cartoon character in the Marvel universe. Some people probably would have said Throg about a week ago too. Yeah. See, so that's why I think like, but I think Th Throg has Thor to lean on. You know what I yeah, mean? So true. like Thor, like slapstick, he really only has Deadpool. If you want to go that way to lean on, 
Um, so who knows? Maybe we'll see it. I don't know. I that that's that's my dream thing that will never happen. So two came to mind. Uh, one, I think we will see. Like I'm very, very, extremely confident that we will see this character. Uh, and he's not really that obscure. Um, I mean, he kind of is. For people that don't read comics, he's absolutely obscure because I'm going to say the name and they're going to be like, who? And I'm going to feel sad because they said who. They just hooed my guy. Oh, now you're putting the pressure on me because uh, I don't know who it is. I'm like, oh. No, you know exactly who it is. But And he's, you know, I, I'm 100,000% like sure he's going to be in Thor would be Null. Ooh. I think he has to be in Thor. Because if they're going Gore the God Butcher, that's the origin story for how Gore the God Butcher is even in the MCU. The only thing I'm worried, the only thing that I would push back, like I would love to see that, mm-hmm. but that technically is a Sony property. I know, but I mean, you see these gray areas with like Spider-Man and stuff like that, and I think that you have to kind of... <sighs> Marvel has to do something about that. You know what I mean? Like they can't just say that like Spider-Man is like, Sony property and others saw this all these things that are untapped and untouched right. that we just can't do you're Marvel Studios you have now run comic movies for the last 10 years yeah you know like you have done an excellent job especially in the last five years yeah. like for those who don't know who Noel is he's yeah. the god of symbiotes the god of the symbiotes yeah. exactly uh, and that's exactly Gore's backstory is that he is like this alien kind of species that's living on this planet that's about to die basically all of his species is about to get like wiped out and they're all looking to the gods for help and nothing happens and as he's about to die like i think he loses like what is like his mom he loses his uh uh what is it his his wife and daughter or wife mm-hmm. and son something like that and then as he himself is about to die, I think he sees these two gods fighting and one of them asks him for help. And he's like, why should I help you if you've never helped anybody here? Mm-hmm. And then like, no, I remember this comic. What comic was this? Was this in, uh, it was in one of the new Thor runs. I think it's Jason Aaron's Thor, which okay, is like a so very this, big comic. I think the reason, I think the reason why they would not be able to do that is because no debuted in Venom. And mm-hmm. he has been heavily and oh Gore, yeah and Gore's origin wasn't was Gore was already around before his or the whole Thor, Noel yeah. thing there so I think that's why they're able to use no I mean Gore, um, but with like Noel he has been heavy in Venom mm-hmm. until recently yeah uh, and then that's when you know they were able to pick up the Noel like the and King and Black and now. the King and Black and then yeah. like but even with like uh. Silver Surfer Black. That's yeah. all Donnie Cates. Anytime you yeah. see Donnie Cates, Donny just, Cates, be, fa- just, just be prepared just, to see no. You're gonna yeah. see him in there. Um so I, I think I, I think if 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 we get that and we get like the, the Necroblade or whatever it's called, uh for, for Gore the God Butcher. Mm-hmm. Even if we don't get an origin story for Gore and we don't see Null, if we yeah. get that blade that might that's, be indication. That's indication that like, okay, the Marvel Studios is very serious about getting the symbiotes into this property. Oh, Sony is going to do something yeah. with uh, absolute carnage. I mean, absolute, uh, absolute yeah. carnage and King of Black. It's going to happen. And, and maybe there is some kind of 
deal. And I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this in there. Symbiotic relationship between Marvel and Marvel That's Studios and Sony. Comedy. Yeah. Okay. In in which you have, you know Boom. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Side of the table's not happening. In which in which you have Venom existing in the MCU just like Peter Parker Spider Man is right now and you right. have those kind of like working together in a way. Uh because yeah, I mean we, it's very unlikely that Sony's just gonna sell off all this stuff all no, of a sudden because sell. it's it's that's such a big property. That's yeah. the only thing that's keeping Sony movie studios afloat is Spider-Man. Yeah. Everything else, I think they're making most almost all the profit from these movies. Yeah, too. that's all they have. I think that's, that's why they when they left when they were trying to leave Marvel, they were like, mm-hmm. I. They were like, whoa, 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 wait a second, Venom yeah, didn't do as good as we ball. thought we were gonna do. So yeah. maybe we should stick with something. Like so, um, the other. I would say would be uh, Weapon H. Mm. Uh, that I, you going obscure with that one, my guy. I, I don't know how other people feel about this, but I thoroughly enjoyed that entire comic series. That was, was one good. of my I favorite comic series recently. Yeah, and just the idea of having a character that is Hulk's strength and size with Wolverine's, Wolverine's claws. claws, adamantium skeleton. That is so freaking cool to me. Oh, like terrifying. Yeah. OP. And uh you know, you have like leader who's still out there. Yeah. Uh you have all have those different characters. We have never seen leader. Ooh, he uh, might so be that a could be in uh She-Hulk. I hope so. Yeah, we might need to see a leader, especially um, how big he is right now. Oh, Morgan LeFray. Morgan LeFay. She she's in there. Um obviously Korg. <laughs> He's He's in Weapon H as well. Yeah. Uh, Man Thing. I, I like, there's so many cool, different, weird characters that are in that if series. If they're going to do Weapon H, mm-hmm. well, I mean, they don't have to do it because they, they switch orange all the time. For those who don't know about the whole Weapon H and Weapon X mm-hmm. whole thing, um, that whole department was basically trying to recreate the Super Soldier Serum. Yeah. Uh, and. That's where we got Wolverine. That's where we got mm-hmm. Deadpool. That's where we got X twenty three, because they were all just trying their best to recreate it and doing in some type of way. So technically, if we're looking at that Weapon X uh, organization, Steve Rogers was kind of like the first successful thing. Yeah, uh, there was a comic where, um, I think when Logan died, mm. it was the death of Wolverine where. Steve Rogers and Deadpool came together. Yeah. And they were saying, like, Deadpool was like, look, you were the best of us. I was the worst of us. And Logan was the one that was in between. Yeah. So, um, I don't know if they would, they, I don't know if they would try to just fix that or just do something different, which I'm sure they would do. I don't know that they would ever touch Weapon H, but, you know, I would love to see it. I would love it because it's such a cool story and it's like an emotional journey. Uh, with the main character, I can't quite remember his name. Yes, the the uh, human the part human of it part wasn't of that great. I mean, his story his story was, good, was but kind of his interesting. Name is not memorable. No, but uh, what about you, bro? Mark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, my my usual answer for like character I would like to see, love to see, but isn't coming anytime soon for. This podcast purposes has always been Mr. Sinister. I'm always attracted to his story. Especially um, cape. Yes. 
I mean, there's so much about him that's really cool that actually would fit well in the MCU, but like, there's been no place for him to enter. And I've been saying this for two, three years now. So um, that's been my consistent answer, just because I think he is so cool. And there's so many amazing things that could kind of come from him. Uh, but when I was going through that list, I found something else that's incredible that I just have to read off to you. So dupe. Sounds no, like dude. the greatest thing ever. Oh my god! Okay, his powers, so what? His powers include, let's see, uh, <laughs> a bass guitar to channel the lethal lethal power of the funk. Yeah. Uh, dupish magic. Yes. Levitation. The ability to send something to another dimension via his mouth. His weapons of choice include an ultimate nullifier, a gun that shoots bees, a chainsaw, and bowling balls. If you. So, <laughs> so I'm in love. That is a that's another Deadpool character. Green. That is a Deadpool. That is another character. Deadpool character. Like I think they should just go crazy with that. They have to. To be fair, now, if you guys don't know about Dupe, Dupe is, Dupe in, is within, awesome. He's awesome, but within the X Men community, he is oh. very divisive. Oh, like yeah, he's one of those sure. characters that were like. You either hate him or you love him. Right. You're only if you're an ex like diehard X Men fan. But if you're a Marvel fan, you love Duke because he's just so st stupid. stupid. He's, he's yeah. stupid looking, and he's just like he looks like the um, like a he looks like he should be in the Ghostbusters universe. Right. To be honest, he looks like a green potato <laughs> yeah. with eyes, and he looks yeah he's just a green Phantom potato. Villain. Huh? It, Danny Phantom villain. It, yes. Exactly, what, exactly he looks like. what he looks but like. But he's so funny, and he doesn't really speak. Like, he speaks, but you don't know what he's saying. But somehow, every X-Men knows what he look, what he's saying for some right. That might be mm -hmm. But They all took the elective yeah. along with Groot back in Asgard. He reminds me, like, his power set reminds me a lot. Like, bear with me, y'all. Silver Surfer. Because um, if yeah. you know what Silver... Silver Surfer's powers are wherever the writer wants it to be. And like mm -hmm. whatever it, he needs, and that's what Dupe is, just on a very comedic level. Just like, yeah, what do I need? Oh well, maybe I should. Oh, and that's what like Slapstick is. Slapstick has his, one of his powers is he has pockets that can pull out anything. So like he'll pull out like giant mallets and baseball. <laughs> that's amazing. Mat. Oh my god, <laughs> that's why I love yeah. that character, bro. If you can get a Deadpool movie with and Roger Rabbit Deadpool movie where it's just slapstick dupe and Deadpool <laughs> I would lose my mind and well, I Ryan would... Reynolds has already acted a Pikachu before so I'm sure he could pull that off oh man yo y'all ain't prepared to see dupe in this Marvel universe that would be hilarious man yeah. I've already fallen in love with him oh dupe, you, dupe is a fun character like I love him man I yeah but those would I, I would definitely slap so we got slapstick we got Eleven H and uh, Doop. Noel and Dupe. <laughs> and Sinister. Noel and Doop, yeah. Oh, and Sinister would be the, the, the leader about a team right there. I, it's, that it's would funny. be a wild team to see. It's funny. We, we we all kind of went in our own little ways, but, you know, Noel and Sinister kind of kind of similar-ish yeah. in the, you know, big bad. But with Sinister, I think this is the perfect time to bring him in because it is. Jonathan Hickman's X-Men run Perfect. has really given Sinister some great context to work. Like, if anyone, yeah. if you want to see Sinister at his best, read X-Men Current right now. So the uh, House of X, Power of X, and uh, Hellions. Uh, this is a great, they really made him super sassy. He's really <laughs> ridiculous. He talks about his cape all the time. He loves his cape. Do not take touch his capes. Uh, but 
Yeah, I would definitely would like to see Sinister. He can be honestly Marvel's big bad. I'm I'm kind of over, you know, the the big Marvel. Like I don't know. I don't need to see Apocalypse again for a while. Mm-hmm. I don't need to see um. I I don't know if they would bring the purifiers in. Do you think they would bring the purifiers in, or you think that's gonna? I mean, we've Ooh. already seen the darkest the Marvel has been with the, with uh, Black Widow. That's the darkest Marvel movie by far. Yeah. Um, but. To real. If they're gonna Man. bring the purifiers, will be I don't know. That would be, kinda, that would be pushing it. Yeah, it would be. But I can. I, I would love to see it. <laughs> I, I, can, I can already see like a lot of people in the right wing media throwing a fit if you oh, see sure. purifiers because that's for all. Sure. Oh, that's, that's all, all purifiers really are. It's just yeah, far right extremists. If yeah. you want to know, um, so be prepared if you if you see as, that. As far as like dark goes, I. I'm very partial to it, obviously, but like, man, it would be really cool to see that like pushing it. That would be like, I yeah. would love it. I mean, if anyone knows about X Men, X Men's whole thing is about discrimination. That's literally yeah, what yeah, the that, that's story. the whole origin story about it. And I always tell people, you can't be like, you know, all these races homophobic and be an X Men fan because that's no, literally yeah, you can't. Yeah, you literally can't. Opposite of what, yeah. So, like, X-Men, I always say X-Men fans are literally the most diverse fans of them all because every community is, like, loves X-Men. If and you, you can literally find some part of yourself in an X-Men character. And that's why X-Men and that's why it's been my such favorite. a big deal. Yeah. Even to if say, you spit acid. <laughs> yeah. Even if, if you, you spit drool acid. a lot and have some, that's your character right there. To that point, to the X-Men's part of my soul my honorable mention for that whole thing was legion because like Ooh. legion would be really really they had cool that to show see. yeah that legion. show was wild i saw that first season i was like this is a wild show because here's the thing is i think it's possible because the way that the captain uh marvel has kind of gone and the way that they kind of like directed her in, in a way like people crap on Brie Larson all the time but I think it's kind of that Hayden Christensen Star Wars situation where it's like they're telling her how to portray this character so she's mm-hmm. just kind of going along with it and so it comes off as like this really weird character and it's like really bad acting but it's probably in most mostly her just being like doing what's asked of her right and uh but the thing with that too is that Captain Marvel is a very like despicable character they, within oh the MCU. My gosh, thank you for saying. And within the comics, she's a very, very despicable so character. I want everyone to really give Brie Larson a break. Like, yes, I, please. This is not her fault. No. Like, this is all Marvel's fault. With That's this. why because uh, she, yeah, Carol Davers. I'm gonna. She's the I hate her more than any character in comics, period. <laughs> yeah. Period. She has descript she has ripped children away from their parents. Yep. And just watched it. She has uh basically never done anything to help mutants after well to be fair, they did, you know, Rogue did destroy her, but it was mutants that brought her back to life. Bro. Yeah. Tony she, Stark is like she we, killed Tony Stark. She killed Tony Stark and never apologized for it after he. No. She's like she even told him, "I'm not apologizing for killing you." And then she just really screwed up everything with Hulkling and Empire. Mm-hmm. I despise that character with a passion, and it's not because like you know I know she's like I really don't like how Marvel's trying to like paint her as like the the 
biggest like female empowerment character. I think and that's I, a good like, way to do it though. I, I personally think like it's a timing thing. Like, it's the timing because like right now in the comics, she's the most hated than she's ever yeah. been. Yeah. And it's like I love like Storm would be a great person. Storm is a great character. You have Black Widow, you have She Hulk, you have all these like and you just pick the person who I think well, Marvel I, is secretly because tra- Brie Larson. I, I think but Brie got. Larson is not it's not even her fault she, No, to be fair, if we want to be honest, she's the best She's way better than comic version of Mar- Captain Marvel, we're being honest. Like, well, yes. what I mean yes is that no. the, the feminist part of it took place because she was ridiculed because she was very outspoken. Oh. Uh, so well, that, yeah. that was like a double backlash thing where right. Disney kind of had to back her and what her is yeah. super like combative. But I right. think to your point and what you're saying about her being cast as like this big leading female within Marvel, I think that actually fits the character more than anything. Right. If you're pushing her as like the top dog, right, and then she you have like maybe in maybe in her second or third movie she does that little twist and it's like that Civil War two Captain Marvel I'm that you for see, Rogue. like that. <laughs> oh man, like right. and I yeah I well Rogue. And if they're going to introduce Rogue, it's definitely. I want to yeah. let everyone know. I do like Brie Larson oh, as absolutely. Captain Marvel. She's it's awesome. not. It's not that and I don't like her. It's just. It's. I just don't like Captain Marvel. She came in at a horrible time. She came too. in at a really bad time. Like, and, for a character with a massive ego, that like you come in and you're like, nope, I can fix things, and they've gone through this character. long struggle. Yeah. Well, I don't. I have no problems with Brie Larson, so I. Yeah. I don't right. care. I do not like her character very much. Yeah. Right. But the the fact that she came in and was just like, yo your Avengers but like you mean nothing compared to who I am let's but go do it really and I think quickly. it's disrespectful it's, you know. to Black Widow too because yeah. like Black Widow has been here busting her it. like and she yeah. has been on there and she has developed the character I think she should have been obviously the one with the first like and I think it was a thing that we're trying to get a strong yeah. like a, I don't know why it was Brie Larson I mean not Brie but, Larson but Captain Marvel like at the first movie before Black Widow I think yeah, it's kind of disrespectful it so personally long. but um, yeah I don't know I don't know what the, they know what they're doing I, I think get, yeah. Honestly, all those things that you guys both just said actually kind of makes me love the Captain Marvel stuff a little bit more because I can kind of see where it's going. Yeah. And her coming in there in Avengers Endgame and saying, you guys suck. <laughs> I'm just going to go straight in for it. And she did make all this other stuff. Though. Like, that's exactly who she is. I mean, right. when you look at Tony Stark and her fighting and then Tony's ultimate demise, what caused that is because this impending fight with Thanos. And right. Tony Stark's like, dude, you need to chill because yeah, you don't she, know what's coming and you don't know. You're not prepared for this. She was prosecuting it was Civil War Two, basically. Yeah. She was prosecuting people. She was proving people were saying people were guilty before proven innocent. Yeah. Which is like a big no-no. Which is where Legion comes in because right. he's seeing like all this stuff in the future and he's she's taking that as this is going to happen and this is all this stuff. So it's, it's like this crazy... Civil War. If you haven't read Civil War two, like do yourself a favor and just do it. And you're like, gonna get read. mad. You're gonna get mad. You're gonna be furious. But it's it's so so good. That was a pushing point that made and, me hit her even more. Oh Jesus! I really. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I really love <laughs> in the comics, even with Kelly Thompson, who I love as a writer. Yes. There's really. She can save the universe and sacrifice herself. She did in the end, and I still didn't yeah. like care about that character. Like she no. really has made a bad taste in my mouth. To, and it's just the writers, unfortunately. But, but Kelly I, Thompson's trying her best. I, I think, too, uh, another good reason to to read Civil War Two to me is that's where Immortal Hulk begins. 
great comic. And Immortal Hulk has been one of the biggest, strongest like comics out there right now. That was the biggest surprise. Like yeah. it's one of Marvel's. Like if you would have told people about works. ten years ago that a Hulk comic would be the best-selling Marvel comics for like the past, no one would have been ridiculous. You would have been laughed out of the room. Like no, they barely do. Unless yeah. it's like World War Hulk, but no, that is a good story. Um. I, mean, I don't it's know. It's like a horror genre. It's a great it's horror so cool. genre. It's so good. If if anyone is, I know like buying comics can be very expensive and everyone's trying. Yes. My recommendation for everybody, if you are interested in trying to get on this, there is a thing called, we're not, there's no sponsorship. So this, this is just, yeah, right, my, right. Not, this is just my personal, this is far away from that. Right. This is just my personal thing to help everybody. Cause I know like people want to get in. They just don't know where to go. Do yourself a favor and get Marvel unlimited. Marvel unlimited yep. is a great starting off point for, they have over, I think the last time I checked was like 29,000 Marvel comics yeah. that you can stream strictly straight from your phone. They have every Marvel event that has happened and the newest comics they have. It used to be six months old. Now they're three months old. Yeah. So you can really catch up and learn about characters. And every week they give like a character spotlight to show like, and they usually show if it's a character that's in a movie. They just did Kang not that long ago and they mm-hmm. did like Yelena and everything. So yeah. Yeah, a uh, great way if you guys want to read these comics we're talking about and not have to bring the bank. It if is anybody from Marvel is listening, we would be happy. <laughs> we would be happy to be your money and talk 100%. about you. And yeah, so. But I mean, giving light. Yeah, it, it is very, very expensive because I was actually not like a Marvel Unlimited person for a little while. And Did I was you get buying it? comics and like all this other stuff. I still haven't, but like, man, I can see how much more important it would be to have it because yeah dude it is so expensive it's very expensive because i mean think about it i mean if you're looking at comics and they're like priced at like what like five bucks maybe per one comic and you're reading 12 different stories at a time that's you know it adds up for sure yeah and with marvel unlimited it's just like anything else it's just like to me it's like buying a blu-ray versus streaming it on Netflix or right. something like you're paying 9.99 a month or 12.99 a month for like a vast amount of shows and movies versus 18 new this week 12.99 right. for one movie. And that's the fun thing about this. So like if you guys don't want to know how so you have a monthly subscription that you can do. I think it was like I don't know like 7 bucks a month. So like yeah, it's, it's really very reasonable. Cheap. A yeah. comic just very to reasonable. give just to give everyone perspective of how much comics cost. Yeah. New comics these days are the bare minimum right now are three ninety nine, yeah, four dollars per comic. Yeah, so you spend three dollars more and you get and every week, every Monday they add new comics from that are brand new and then old. So they have like a great back catalog. Please, if you guys want to learn about it, do this. It would say you can learn so much about it and it saves money. It saves you so much money. Now, if you are like me though, if you and you do like the physical. Like, it's all digital. It, it's yeah. It's it's all digital. But like, you know, I would say, from like a collector standpoint, or like somebody who just really craves like that physical copy of something, like I would use Marvel Unlimited first to figure out what you really like, mm-hmm. and then yeah. maybe go back and see if you can buy some kind of issue. Because man, yeah. like, I remember buying. I, I couldn't find Immortal Hulk issue number one. Oh, you can't find that nowhere. And I, it took me forever to find one, and I found one that was like a variant cover, and I, I didn't spend a crazy amount of money, but I was like, man, that's one comic. Like, <laughs> why do you think I just bought this right. issue of Moon Knight? Because I know it's right. Yeah, yeah. 
buy that issue. There's a new character that's in there that's probably going to be important down the run. So do your oh, favorite, so sure. buy that char- issue. I can um, see that. But yeah, and also another way if you want to read comics, if you like the physical, your local library. Your local library local has library. huge graphic novel collections. You will be very surprised what it looks like, and you don't have to spend any money. Right. So just don't miss those late Great fees. options. <laughs> <laughs> no late fees. Late fees are bad. Fees yeah. are bad. Uh, yeah. Late fees are worse. Yeah. Um, so we're at the point where in this Marvel universe, everything's coming fast, like month by month by month. And we do have Shang-Chi coming up. But the one thing we really haven't talked about is the one that's coming out the soonest. We started off. What if? Mm. What what do we see from this TV show? We've obviously seen in the trailer what's to come, like as far as character yeah. switches. Yeah. But like, it, what is its goal? Is this? Yeah, like before Loki, you were almost like, okay, this is like just a cartoon show that's going to be kind of fun. But now it almost seems like they're showing us. Not only possibilities, but maybe something that's currently taking place in other realities. I would assume that that's the case because I think, uh, you know, like I said, there's various different stories that they can go and, and tell in the future uh, that they can set up now. And there's certain characters out there that would be kind of like cool to have back, but in a different way. And that's the way that you kind of write around that because. If you're going to bring back Tony Stark, you're probably not going to bring back Robert Downey Jr. Because, mm. number one, it would probably cost you a fortune to mm. give him back. And number two, he's done, dude. He's not even voicing Iron Man the whole show either. Right. So, like, he's done, done. But it would be cool if you brought back a different Tony Stark. It would bury, it, it would kind of, like, rival what we saw with, like, U.S. Agent. Right. Where, you know, it's like, oh, I'm the new... And it's like, wait, who are you? <laughs> but, yeah. like learn to hate them yeah but the cool thing with the multiverse though is that it wouldn't be i don't think it would be kind of coming i I don't think it would come across that way i think it would actually come across more genuine than that because it is just like a multiverse different it's like seeing yourself in a different universe and seeing how your life is different and seeing how much you've changed or whatever but it's still you right so i I think that it would be kind of a little cool thing to throw in there but i think that's probably what we're we might see in what if is that you know preparing you for seeing different people playing people that you might know already right i think this is if there's any show that i really don't want to get my expectations too high it's this one yeah. um, <laughs> the, re- the reason why because it look really silly yeah well not because it looks really silly. if you've read what if comics they're either really dark or really stupid Hence, hence the what if Charles Xavier became the ghost rider and he had his wheelchair was just turned into a butt. Yep, that's exact. Flaming head skull with his wheelchairs on fire. That is what what if comics can be. But then you can get if what if Peter Parker became the Punisher. Yeah. You have that. So you, these what ifs are either, like I said, really stupid or really dark. Um, Or sometimes it's like a really nice story. Uh, mm. So it's one of those three. Um, with this, I'm. I don't know if we're gonna <gasps> get like a. I think we're still gonna have the same like looks of characters. I don't think they're gonna be changing the look like, um, like how in like Loki where we have like a female Loki or what mm-hmm. like I think we're still gonna have the same characters like Peggy Carter is still gonna look like Peggy Carter but just be Captain America, uh, Captain Britain. Britain yeah. yeah. Um. 
I think what this is is just a fun anthology series, just like what the What Ifs are. Um, The What If comics have no uh, consequences Mm. in the real continuity of Marvel. It's literally... They are literally just What Ifs and just writers going crazy. Yeah. And having a blast. It's like Um, just random spitballing. Right. So, um, but to be... But just even though, but with that, some of those what if stories are amazing. Yeah. There was a mm-hmm. one where Hulk and Thor fought mm-hmm. and they punched and they punched each other so hard that they cracked the earth in half. Yeah. Um so <laughs> there there are yeah. there are My bad. Right. So there are some some of these what if comics are Duct tape. <laughs> right. Let me just get some jack called call call uh, silver serpent. Yo, you got yeah. some cosmic duct tape you <laughs> uh um but yeah, these what if I'm I don't want to get put my tinfoil hat on for these because I, I think no. they're just what the what if comics are just people having fun and yeah. testing out the animation too I think this is just a test to see if the animation works if I'm being honest yeah probably um, so and uh, just to have some room between the two live action shows but I think this is also what yeah. this is going to be a, a seasonal show because like the possibilities are endless I saw zombies yeah. We mm. saw Marvel Zombies. Marvel Zombies, zombies right? pretty cool. Yeah, so Mar- we have Marvel Zombies in there. Um, Tony Stark is a zombie. Star-Lord eat- is black now, right? It's T'Challa. T'Challa. It's T'Challa. It's T'Challa. T'Challa's okay. going to be Star-Lord. So what if T'Challa became Star-Lord? Right. We might not. I think because we sold Throg, we're going to have Pet Avengers. <laughs> there was a comic cool. called Pet Avengers where yeah. it was all Avengers that were pets. Yeah. And we might even have Spider-Ham Universe in here. Oh, that'd be nice. Also, like, this is, that'd be cool. We're... The, if we're talking about possibilities are endless Peter Porker this is the show where Peter Porker Miles Morales I, lo- <laughs> I love when they cast like John Mulaney as Spider-Ham because now yeah. that makes every <laughs> single Spider-Ham comic so much better because yes. I just hear John Mulaney speaking in it Yeah, best decision they ever did Um, but I'm kind of like oh, I'm just going in this with just this is just every comic every sh- episode is just Standalone and is not going to have any impact. Now this one, I think, is just just like the what if comics. Yeah. No, no. It's just telling the stories of these split timelines, and nothing really is gonna be. Um, but maybe the only thing that I might, you know, take a little bit of aluminum foil and put it on my ear or my teeth, like we did back in the day <laughs> with the grill. The grills. Uh, oh, um, take his first cavity the and then right, get my first cavity with that. Yeah. Right. Uh, I think. We might see some Kang nonsense in here. Yeah, I could see it. We might. That's the only thing I'm holding off hope for. But everything else, this is just stories and nothing else. Nothing that's gonna have any impact. That's just my what I think. But who knows? I've been wrong more than I've been right. So that would still have you at a good batting. (laughs) I had a very big aha moment just now because. uh, when we were talking about characters that we wanted to see the most, I, I wasn't in the right headspace because there's a character that I have loved since the very first issue that I read of this character and I just completely blanked. And then you said the Punisher and I was like, no, Cosmic Ghost Rider would be a fantastic <laughs> add to the MCU. That would be the coolest thing I would love that so much. The like, reason why I would he, love that so much. The reason why he said when I brought up Punisher, it made him remind him. If you guys yeah. don't know who Cosmic Ghost Rider is, he is a 
Frank Castle, mm-hmm. who ended up get, taking the Ghost Rider, yep. sim- but then ended up becoming a herald of, of Galactus. Galactus. And, then, like, and then working with yeah, Thanos. With working with Thanos, yep. So, yeah, we're talking about comic bookie. That is comic. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah you got to write that down. There's a lot going on there. But he's like... He's all, all of this stuff is so hilarious. It's like literally Deadpool. Right. Like, he, he's not the Frank Castle unit. No. no he, he's no. lost his mind a long yeah. time ago. He's more Deadpool than he is Frank Castle. So, and uh, you have like the cosmic ghostwriter ruining the timeline of the Avengers and all yep. that stuff. It's so funny <laughs> and did, awesome like, and cool. He would go like, and I love it because those issues would be like, uh, like uh, drawn like they were back in the day. Too. Yeah. You would just see him pop up like, yeah. like in like the 1960s, here comes like cosmic ghostwriter's <laughs> like hey sue it's like oh man we miss you it's like yeah i was here this whole time it's like dude no you weren't like knock it off so but yeah that would be fun but what is a what if y'all want to see the most what if oh um, that's a good question Jeez. or like what Ooh, if, uh man let me think about this for a second what if I know this uh, is, that's a big question yeah, i'm so like sorry a, whoa. i should have no like, that's a good question that's no, a that's great a question very, i will say before i put too much brain power into that I'm actually looking forward to covering our cartoon for the first time. (laughs) Like as a person who has a podcast, I'm going to take what if as seriously as any other series, we're not going to be breaking down with all kinds of crazy, you know, topics unless they give us the go ahead that, Hey, this is, is real, but it's still canon. Yeah. I mean, it is still within the MCU. So we're going to do episode by episode breakdowns and talk about it. And, you know, hopefully there's some, some stuff there to actually, speculate about right but i'm gonna take it seriously and, and treat it as if it's every bit as you know important as a loki or falcon the winter soldier I'm, I'm all all in on it right i would say my what if would be what if tony stark never became iron man i think that's what's going well, that, that might and be you, in the show and you <laughs> we saw you killmonger can, with that he could, stops him from uh being have a having a chest yeah you can do that any way that you would want to, but the way that I think would be kind of cool is if, like, the Super Soldier program didn't exist. Ooh. Because if the Super Soldier program doesn't exist, as far as the MCU is concerned, you wouldn't have uh, Tony's parents dying, which thrusts him into the spotlight, basically, uh, for Stark Industries. Uh, so, yeah. he, he if, if the Super Soldier program doesn't even exist, then... Yeah, like Tony's probably gonna live his life doing something else, mm. or you know, maybe dies at a young age because of partying and all this crazy stuff that he's doing. You know, you right. never know. But like, th- there's there's different ways you can do that. Um, yeah. Well, this may still happen. It may still happen with Chris Evans. But I think my most intriguing like what if storyline would be Hydra Captain America. So oh, yeah. if we got a true Hydra Cap. I would love to see that. And I would love to see if they do that, that it be Chris Evans, because I think that would hit much harder. Um, so I, I'm my whole controversial. Yeah. Wait a minute. And I really think if there was ever a story for Chris Evans to come back, it's either that or something filling in the blanks between, you know, current day and, and past uh, right. where he's back in the timeline because of Avengers. So it's those two stories that I think, Chris would be the most intrigued to do. And I think he'd love being a villain for a little bit. Imagine. He doesn't really see him as a villain. Has he been in anything that he's a villain? Uh, Knives Out? Well, he I've wasn't really, a, he wasn't really a villain. Mystery guy. Yeah, I don't think he's ever been a true bad, bad guy. guy. 
Imagine though, because we're in that territory now. Imagine Captain America four or what is this four or five now? Please don't. Uh, oh, That'd be insane, man. Sam. Because you're Sam Wilson's Captain America now, which is exactly who was Captain America, I believe, when Hydra Cap was a thing. Well, and what they could do is they could combine the two that I just said. Maybe Cap does go back in time to you know be in an alternate universe with Peggy, and he's intercepted by Hydra, and that is the Cap from the original Avengers. Yeah. That we get and he never goes under the ice you yeah. know that'd be crazy because he goes back to live out his life with peggy and we find out he wasn't happily ever after he actually got you know taken in by hydra yeah. and that's the cap that has to fight that yeah. would tell you that would be <laughs> everything's really, possible anything's possible i just i remember that whole ride because i read that entire arc mm-hmm. like every issue and i was just like sitting here like it was a very controversial. Yes, like a that, lot that of is, Captain America has been controversial. But I too. mean, if we're talking about like as controversial, like that probably might be the most because you're yeah. having America's sweetheart be quote unquote a Nazi. Yeah, yeah. Which Absolutely. was like that. That was fall in line. Man, I remember the hate. Like I, in the, I was in the, the social media, and everyone was just going back and forth. And yeah, so that was the one. But. Um, it would be a good story for Sam Wilson's Cap because I would love it. Yeah, because it's him and Bucky kind of trying to figure out how to stop this, you know. And it's it's right. literally them fighting Steve. That was like a, that was their crazy. mentor. Right. It's like that. the Hawkeye. Like I want to say, like having yeah. like Black Widow. Uh, yeah. Like yeah. The, the hardest battles are always fighting people who you care about the most. Yeah. Those are like I mean, we're talking about trauma. Like that's no the worst kidding. of it all. And that's really all that's left for these characters. That some storyline that we've never seen, but you almost have to go bad. You know, mm-hmm. at this point, we really haven't seen a villain go bad yet. I mean, a hero, a hero go, go bad. The, yeah. only, the only one we've seen is a uh, Sharon Carter. Yeah, and, and to it. that end, it really hasn't been much so far. Right, yeah. and it doesn't I mean, seem like she's. I, mean, I don't know. She did kill two people. She is. She killed two people. Had a dark little thing with Ronan. Yeah, he did turn sideways. Yeah, yeah. He wouldn't. He went anti-hero more than hero. But um, I think my what if would be a. What if Quicksilver survived? Oh, Ooh, that'd I think be cool. That would be something because that would change Wanda's trajectory completely. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, for sure. We wouldn't need. She would have her family still there, and would that would that make her a villain? Then would that? You know, me. I'm always with me and Ma- me and Wanda have a weird relationship. So like, <laughs> oh I'm yeah, like, you yeah, like. I've, the, I've been very yeah. open about how I feel about MCU yeah. Wanda. Not so much. I like her. Comic book Wanda. That's she's she is horrible. A problem. Yeah. Never. I told you. Yeah, no, we were joking. There was a group chat I was in. We were talking about like Wanda's that person that like Dormammu and uh, uh, Doctor Strange would throw at just to like get on each other's <laughs> nerves. Yeah, it's like you take care. No, you take it. I don't want it. You take it. But yeah, um, uh, but yeah, I think it would be good to see because. We only saw Quicksilver just for a tiny bit. So mm-hmm. I would like to see what a story would be if we got to see Quicksilver more. Or, yeah. So that's what I would like. You know, this brings about a whole other thing. We are talking about heroes turning bad. Uh, two things came to mind immediately is, you know, villains turning good has been a, a theme within Marvel. Uh, we could see that with Namor in the future, potentially. Because I think maybe he's introduced in like a negative light, uh, and then to be fair, he's still he's very negative, negative right very very <laughs> negative. But I think you could see this 
thing where he, much like with him, like bringing Thanos back and stuff like that, and then realizing that was a horrible decision, you could see some kind of thing like that in the shift with his character where he's like, oh, wait, I need to be doing something better than this. And, uh, but with heroes turning bad, one thing that immediately popped into my brain too is like, we were talking about Dormammu and Dormammu's still there mm-hmm. is Dr. Strange becoming like, what is it? The, uh, it's almost like he taps into the dark side. He becomes Im- immensely I, I, powerful. I know exactly what you're talking about. I yeah. what its name is, but I know how he looks and I know yeah. how he looks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know because it's about. it's the same premise. Like, yeah. Dormammu is kind of, like, stuck in this deal. So he's, like, not able to have domain, like, over anything in the universe. But then Doctor Strange is like, wait, I need to be, I need to be more powerful than this because there's stuff going on that's way beyond my level right so he makes that deal with dormammu and becomes this insane like black wizard in a sense like black magic wizard right who's just like off the charts powerful profanity (laughs) (laughs) i miss that meme so much oh yeah that's great so yeah but yeah what if i'm i I definitely would like to see a quick so i like to see little itty bitty things that have the biggest consequences right mm. those are the best what mm-hmm. if something so tiny yeah, you hadn't really even the, thought about it and right it change everything right what well, if they missed Pro- they missed quicksilver they, they needed that element of speed against thanos like literally there was a, a scene where they had to get from point a to point b that they were like who's the fastest person here oh there's captain marvel there's black panther like and but spy. if they had quicksilver like yeah they would have just easily, you know, marched over to the van. Yeah. So yeah. Know. And I mean, you don't really have to get those actors to voice them like they Mm-mm. used to. So like, um, they're not. You can get some. I mean, to be honest, you don't really. People don't really remember his voice like that. So like, you I could, mean, yeah. So uh, you can get just a, a nanny random. We saw that no, with no disrespect to that actor. He's great. He's playing Craven now. So well, he's a it's a bad like Sokovian accent anyway. Like anybody can do that. <laughs> it's even, not really even a real accent that they're portraying. Don't be right. fair. Elizabeth Olsen was still having oh. that bad. She still went back. Her accent was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I love how they made fun of it in the whole. Yeah, yeah, they're like, that what happened to your accent? Really accent really comes and goes, right. doesn't it? <laughs> Where's your? What happened to your accent? What happened to yours? Yeah, 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 like, yeah. yeah. I really love they joked around that. That's hilarious. So, um, so as we're wrapping up, is there anything? that you want to put out into the universe as far as predictions or something. So the next time we talk, you can go, aha, I told you so. Mm. Anything that's been on your mind. We love this. We love this. All right. So I think Young Avengers is still happening. Young Avengers, that's my big prediction. Ever since I saw Wicked and Speed, that's my, I believe what's going to happen is Iron Lad is going to pop up in either Quantumania, uh, or Armor Wars. That's one. Hulkling mm. is going to pop up in either uh, Secret Invasion or Captain Marvel. Marvels. One of the two. Um, yeah. I think Jonas, if they do that, I mean, we lost Vision. So if we can get like a Kid Vision, Armor Wars again. So I think those are the only three that we have. And I also think we're going to see Eli again in Captain America 4 where he gets hurt and then he has to get a blood transfusion from his grandfather and that's when he becomes Patriot. So 
those are my predictions of what I have right now. Um, but yeah, that's, that works. That those are, those are the ones. We will come back to that. I will right. S- cut that and paste it to a note and say you were wrong (laughs) please please call me out if i'm wrong and i still think black widow is going to be the bill it's going to come back in uh natasha's coming back in uh hawkeye i like it i i like i said i really think that's happening she did she got a little taste of love and i think it's a perfect time to you know cool finish it off imagine then like she hulk because it's what did you say it's like a a courtroom comedy. Courtroom comedy. Imagine you get the name drop of like somebody that she's defending is Teddy Kaplan. Like just something small like that because we saw with Eli like Eli had like one line during the entire Falcon yeah. and Winter Soldier thing. He's you know what very, I mean? He's very so, important like, to that story too. Yeah, and he's very so man. That, I, that would be crazy. I'm waiting. I'm sitting here as my young. A young, young Avengers stand. I'm sitting here like I'm waiting for everyone to pop yeah. up, and I need to see it. So that those are, those are my predictions, and a thing that I want Runaways need to come back. I'm sorry, Runaways. I didn't. You never watched it. I never watched Runaways. Oh, if you want to see, fun fact about Runaways, people didn't give that show a chance. But if we're talking about comic book accuracy, that is the most comic book accurate Marvel. Pro, uh, project that has happened hmm. in the entire MCU thing. You want to believe it? Like, if you read The Runaways, again, that's like one of my comics that I've read, like from start to finish. Mm-hmm. By the looks, how they act, the s- story, that ki- that show is the most comic book accurate of them all, and it yes. made sense because the creator was an executive consultant. Mm. Very important, Marvel. If you're gonna have care like a show, get try to get the creators executive <laughs> consultants. It really yeah, does the show justice. Sense. So. But yeah, that's what I want. Not going to happen, but... Do you think that there's a possibility that the Inhumans either come back or get rebooted in the future? That's another thing. No time soon. I have have a little bit of hatred for the Inhumans. Oh, I'm I'm sure. Just because... I mean, they're the main rival to the... Yeah. They really... Marvel really tried to get rid of X-Men and replace with humans, but Mm -hmm. we were not having it. No. No. No, no, you, you, y'all, y'all can go somewhere. I mean, they had TV like, show was canceled and the movie was taken away. They so. really tried to do their best because, like, but no, the X Men are too important. Um, and plus, Inhumans think they're way better than mutants for some odd reason. The comics, yeah, like, they have this like superiority complex. It's like, sit down, you're science experiments. Like, like that's what y'all <laughs> are. Like, that's literally what you are. Like, Marvel, yeah. like mutants are evolution y'all got ex- special about you came from a bottle exactly <laughs> yo that's exactly, that's exactly that's what it is line. though they that's were exactly experimented like uh, Cree came down and experimented on humans yep. and then they and how they get their powers is literally from these crystals so like mm-hmm. stop acting like y'all are high and mighty <laughs> y'all ex- y'all are experiments like point blank period like mutants are from legit evolution like yeah. they evolved into that so knock yeah. it off so um uh the only Inhumans I really like are Miss Marvel and Moon Girl, if I'm being honest. Um, but I don't know. I kind of like Black Bolt. I like Black Bolt too. I think Black Bolt's kind of cool. He's cool. I yeah. I I, I do like them. Medusa's like, kind of one mm. of my the funniest thing that I ever saw Medusa and Marvel really. She when she that whole Axis. Did you ever read Axis when all the heroes and the villains switched? Like heroes oh, became bad yeah. and like villains I, became. I didn't read it, but I've yeah. That was that was something. So like, 
Medusa's bad girl stage, where she became, her hair became three braids. Like, what? literally three braids. Like, and she would just walk around in these braids. It was so stupid. I just laughed. So, like, <laughs> yeah, that, if you want to see something dumb, look at that. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. Within humans, I I don't know. I, I think we're... I don't even know why I thought of that, but I just had to put it out there. I don't think... I think in humans are kind of, like... Dead? I don't... I don't yeah, I don't think we're gonna see if we're like a lost cause in a way. Yeah, I just think Probably. even in the comics they're not doing anything. No, yeah. like they just kind of forgot about them. Like mm-hmm. they were all they actually all did die. Uh, right. There's a death in humans comic that happened, so they the majority of them did die. Um, but I don't know. I I really don't think we're gonna see, especially with how much love the X Men are getting right now. Yeah, yeah. I think in humans we're not gonna see them for at least five years. But again, my check record ain't great, so. I'm being human might pop up. The only inhuman we're gonna see, I don't even know if they're gonna make Kamala Khan a hum- inhuman. If I'm being honest, they might not. They Probably might go a different route. Said at least no, no, I don't know. So, yeah, inhumans, I, I, I think they're gone. Yeah, I think so too. For a while, it's so. got a better chance than everything that hasn't been named so far, though. <laughs> <laughs> Have a better chance than slapstick. For I mean, they used to be on the timeline of movies, so it was just like a year ago that they were remo- removed. Yeah, they were uh, supposed to be a movie. Yeah, they announced mm-hmm. it on everything, and it was a yeah. big marquee. And, and they turned into a show. Well, no, that's separate. Yeah. That's separate. The, the, they had a movie on p- track for, like, 2022. I mm-hmm. thought it was in 19. No. Uh, well, it might have originally been, I, but everything maybe got there pushed was back. Some announcement and I think but I, they did a TV show, and it had, I think it had multiple seasons, actually, but it got canceled. Yeah. I thought I thought the plan was, I mean, I could, maybe I could be This wrong. might have been the original plan. Yeah, I thought the original plan was to be a movie. And then they said, like, no, let's make it a show instead. And then they just didn't even have it. might have been. But then there was an announcement of a movie. I do remember the announcement of the movie. But Mm -hmm. it just, like, I think once the show came in, they were like, no. And that's their fault. Might have just done poorly. And they were like, oh. You can't really do Inhumans, especially with the. You can't do it without the Medusa's hair would take the entire budget of the show. Yeah. That hair alone is so, (laughs) like, oh, that's a lot of work. Lockjaw. And then Lockjaw, and then with Black Bolt, and then with, like, that was, and then on top of that, the person who they had, the showrunner of that show, I think, was the person who did Iron Fist. So, I mean, that could have. Oh, boy, that would have been bad. Yeah, that gave you mm. an idea of where that was going. So, he he was notorious for doing shows under budget. Mm -hmm. So, that's why a lot of people pick him up, because they want to save money. But again. At this point, Marvel they're at a stage where they can use as much money as they want because they're not really betting on that show to do really well. They're betting on 20 years down the line, this will be the most valuable franchise in, in movies. I mean, it is. It's good. Yes. Movie. Yeah. But they're, they want to be the Google of movies. Like, by far, nobody can touch them. Yeah. And Disney's got the budget to do it, and Marvel's showing them that you can, you could even take a loss on a movie if it puts us towards a bigger Endgame. Right. Because Endgame paid for every single movie they've ever made by itself right. you know and even they never really took a loss on any marvel no they didn't no. they've made it but they could have yeah they yeah. could have easily i mean what was the one that the worst i mean everyone says thor the dark world is the worst um, one and that's still my i don't Hulk think that one was probably really bad though. but as far as worse financially wasn't like captain right. america one like pretty bad as far as the box low. office thing Thor one maybe even like I think everything past the original three was super lucrative. Yeah. yeah. So nothing nothing missed. Mm-mm. Even like Iron Man two like monster. You know. Yeah. Even though we don't like love it. 
It's, right. it's still money. There's never an issue. And like Black and Panther, really Guardians awesome of the Galaxy, and all those like, I boom, will, like you're so, so much money. I think the, the your your most hated Marvel movie has made more money than your most loved indie movie. If that is, the oh case. no doubt. Oh, like easily, so, like it, or even like your most loved like B movie. Like that's just how it is. So well, like, I mean, think about it. Most people would put Captain Marvel between twenty and twenty four, probably. And it's the billion. It's franchise. like yeah, it's a billion it's dollar it's movie. One of the, it's like top yeah. twenty. That's what we're talking here. <laughs> yeah. So, so even a a movie that misses its mark a little bit uh, on the interest side, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It, it has no- such a massive fan base built in. And I that think they can take risks. Right. They can take the risk. And on top of that, they know if you want to, as Marvel fans, MC, especially MCU fans, even if you don't like the character, you're yeah. going to see their movie. Yeah. We will find out with Eternals how big their ability to market anything they want is. Because Eternals is irrelevant. It's irrelevant <laughs> in pop culture. That is the it's, worst. So that is the most boring character. We will time. see what they can do on their name alone. Now they do have star power, and yeah, that, they that had matters, to. right? Yeah. They had to cast them as stars, but honestly, very few people care about the Eternals. So if they see it anyway, then they'll know this is our baseline. Even if we make a movie that nobody cares about, this is what we're gonna get. So, and what if they actually turn these characters into something different from the comics? I mean, why would we bet against it? You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, they're not really doing again. much with the characters in the comics. I mean, they have this new run that's do whatever they want. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's why like they chose Eternals. Because people will say, oh, I'm a huge Eternal fan. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. but, um, right, buddy, right. yeah, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure you know everything about <laughs> yeah. them. Good for you. They've had like three comic book series, like since they <laughs> debuted right. and Jack Kirby was alive. So knock it right. off. <laughs> uh, so, uh, they, this is kind of like the first time we're going to see, like you said, Marvel, like how strong their name is alone. Yeah. Um, cause but, by the way, you might think, well, what about Shang-Chi? Like, he's not well known. But it has a lot of things going for it. It's right. super, you know, Asian community is going to be coming out in droves. Right. We're getting something new and different. It's exciting. And it's a solo character movie, which always usually does well as, like, a first thing. Right. Um, and then the Eternals is just, like, faceless, like, characters. It's just a group. Right. We'll and, see. And Shang-Chi. Like, even though he hasn't had that many series, he has been very important to a lot of other characters' development. Spider-Man learned how to fight, like, really well from Shang-Chi. He has been um, very important in... uh, He's actually... Marvel already said he is the best hand-to-hand fighter in the Marvel Universe, period. And they've been hinting at Mandarin and the Ten Rings for over... Literally since Iron Man's first movie, I think right. that there was a hint in it. So right, yeah. so he he's a, a he's not he's way more important than Eternals. Let's keep that keep that uh, let's make that clear. Yeah. Um. But I'm I think what I'm excited to see for Eternals is that you're having a indie director mm-hmm. who literally, I, even Kevin Feige said the the uh, pitch is the most wild and out there pitch I have heard. <laughs> and this is coming from Kevin Feige. Right. Yeah, that's, so, what's in, that's what has me intrigued the most. a guy that knows most. James Gunn. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> I mean... That's what has me intrigued the most. Right. So, I'm excited to see where this is going to go. Um, graphics look amazing. Graphics the look... Ship. Yeah. The ship? Yeah. The ship looks good. The care, And like I said, I have no, really, expectations because these characters are boring. Yeah. So, like... I just know it's going to be probably a good movie and I have no clue how they're going to get there. Right. <laughs> and, I, and I'm... I'm 
in the same boat, but I also have this side of me that's like, man, I maybe a lot of people might be sleeping on this. Like there could be something. If that's the case, if there's this wild, crazy pitch for this movie, like he said, and, and, and I mean, you had this tie into the Celestials, which I think is what most people would actually want to see the movie for, yeah, to be honest, yeah. is just be like, oh, Black there's Knight this... in it too. Black Knight's cool. Anytime you have anybody from the Game of Thrones cast, it's like, oh, they're, that's cool. They're relying so they're... heavily on style power right here. Yeah. Like, and their not name. Out. That's what the, this is not based off characters. This is all star power star and power the Marvel name. And the Marvel name. It. Um, but to that point, too, like, it's, it's one of those things where, like, if you're in your bag, it's like, man, if they do something crazy and they just go completely off of what the expectations for these really bad Eternals characters are and do something crazy cool and, and you know, maybe make Icarus this, like, really awesome character mm-hmm. that people actually love, that's a massive W for and Marvel. They can do no wrong at that point. And this is where Marvel's at right now. They have, if you look at, like, the top 20 best-selling movies, they have at least five of them. <laughs> yeah. So it's Easily. like... And it's they, coming. Right. They are at a point right now that they're like, let's just try it out yeah. like yeah. we can take these risks we can do what they want and i'm yeah. happy i mean that's why we have these wild names multiverse of madness love and thunder like this dude is, this is where we're at so yeah i am just in for the ride i want them to give like these characters like let's see do what you and want i'm here for the ride y'all clearly know what you're doing Absolutely. the best part of the whole thing is what you just said they can afford to take risks think about it this way if this movie fails if this movie sucks the next month is Spider-Man three. Spider-Man will will make one point so, five probably. Yeah, but Easy I mean, from a fan easy. perspective too, though. Like, even if like you, even if it does well box office and there's a lot of money and a lot of people went and saw it, but it has like a horrible audience score or like just people just don't like it. Spider-Man three is still the next month away. Yeah. Like that's crazy. That's a guaranteed payday. Yeah. yeah. Doctor Strange. I think they should feel very confident. I don't think the first one did like in the top. 15 or anything of MCU movies. I think it was one of the lower ones. Best effects by far. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah. But I think with WandaVision's success, Mm -hmm. we're going to see that movie also. And Loki's success, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, We're going to see that movie go crazy. And the issue with Doctor Strange is they really messed up the Antrim one, but that's a whole other story. Yeah. That was kind of like their fault. And we have Thor coming up too. So they have two well-known things that are going to have a big, big payday very soon after. So they're hoping if they hit it on Eternals, then... Dude, there's nothing left to prove. I there's, think Eternals yeah. is also a test. I it think, is. Like you said, it's a test to see. It but is. I also am trying to see if this does amazing. Be prepared to see a lot of movies of characters yeah. or shows that you'd have get weird. no idea. Quasar. Oh. <laughs> Quasar. Quasar Squadron could be Squadron Supreme. Oh, let's, yeah. yeah. They were talking about Squadron Supreme might be the a premise in a season two of Loki. Ooh. Squad Supreme is basically just Marvel's uh, Justice League, if you guys want to know. Yeah. Like, that even Marvel cool, said that, man. like, Hyperion is Marvel. Like, they did, like, a... Hyperion was they, one of those... They did, like, yeah. a Marvel thing where they were showing off new characters in Marvel now. They're like, Hyperion, Marvel Superman, Dark... Yeah. <laughs> Nighthawk, Marvel Batman. Like, they yeah. didn't even try to hide it. No. So, like, and uh, Dr. Spectrum... Uh, <laughs> Marvel's Green Lantern, like <laughs> so, they really have fun with those characters. So yeah, but I'm excited. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. I'm, I'm, 
I'll be there day one. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Doubt day one. Absolutely. So, so this has been a very, very fun conversation. Um, thank you, Devin, again, for no being problem. on the show. This is also uh, always a, a fun time. And we're going to have a lot to talk about coming up. So what if we've talked about Shang-Chi? We got, um, is it She-Hulk? No, She-Hulk's coming next year. So um, yeah, we'll have Hawkeye and Marvel. Hawkeye and Miss Marvel. Hawkeye. And then, yeah, as we talked about, Spider-Man's around the corner, which is like, once we get that trailer, there's going to be so much hype. At oh, this point, man. they shouldn't even drop a trailer. They should just put <laughs> right. the movie. In. I wouldn't <laughs> even be mad at that, dude. I just give either. us a 10-second teaser. It was like, you're going right to see movie. it. The, the trailer should stop. You're going to see it. Yeah. Why are you bothering? Just like this. Like, like, okay. Hey, honestly, that could be the trailer. Kevin Feige just saying, hey, you're going to see it. Just we'll go see, see it. We'll yeah. see you yeah. on see Christmas. We'll see you there. Just have one little action shot of Spidey going through the city. Yep. Dude, that'd be crazy. Oh, that's a cool. Can't wait. Yeah, that's a whole other bag of worms to get into. We, we got plenty but. of time for worms later. Yeah. Um, so thank you, everybody, for listening. We will talk to you very soon, and have a great day. Peace.